welcome to the Blind Tag Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Nash. I'm today is going to be a great day. And if it's not, just, you know what? Will it into fucking existence? It is World Cup season, and I know what everyone's thinking. It's November. Why is it World Cup season? Well, we're going to talk about the reason why and in just a moment. But I have a panel. We are waiting on one more, but we won't uh, try to go ahead and get this done as much as possible. So let's bring in first one of our soccer experts, Jack Beck. Jack, how are you doing today, sir? What's going on, Kyle? I'm happy to be here. Did Did you really just come out with the guns blazing? You already know. Just like oh. USA is going to. Let's go. All right. And and we have the illegitimate son of Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> coming on, making his debut. TJ D'Onofrio, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How's everybody feeling? Now doing we're do, doing good. Uh, doing good. Like I said, the Ill- illegitimate son of uh, Vincent yeah, D'Onofrio. I mean, uh, he has the same it, last but, name, um, but none of the talent, right? It, this guy gets it. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And once again, you know, making another return trip, we have Brady. Brady, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing good. How is everybody? Look, I'm reporting oh, back. Oh, no. repping the Barcelona. Nice. And and uh, and then our, fi- our final guest today, we have someone who is having the best day ever because <laughs> of a Pittsburgh Steelers victory. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, he wants to be like Harrison Barnes so bad. He is Mr. <laughs> Bennett Ferguson. Man, I don't even want to like kill myself anymore because it's just like, <laughs> like <laughs> today has just been the worst day for football. All my fantasy teams are losing. I can't seem to get ahead and Josh Allen looks like absolute dog water. So, uh, but I'm excited to be here and talk some for our guests. Uh, it's going to be oh, clean. Man. Well, like I said, yeah, you you know how we do it around here. We got to have some fun. But uh, TJ, this is your first appearance on the podcast. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm a freshman at Coastal Carolina. I work on the WCCU radio with Bennett and Grady Sports Uncaged. Shout out Tuesday Thursdays, uh, one to two and six to seven. I know my times. Um, I've been okay. playing soccer since I was three years old, and I'm a diehard Arsenal fan. So, top of the league feels great. Love to see the uh, down thumbs by the Man United fans. Uh-huh. Yeah, Hell yeah. It's okay, because they can kiss my ass while they're in fifth, so it's fine. Hey, we got a game in hand. Oh. <laughs> okay. We're going to be in fourth. We're going to be in fourth. <laughs> so we have... I know you guys are on fire this year. Not gonna lie. So we have Arsenal versus Man U. We got um, Brady repping uh, Barcelona over there. Um, I'm a PSG fan, but I'm just going for Messi. Okay, purely he's a Messi bandwagon. Yeah, he's purely a a uh, Messi fan. Let's see. Also, and then then you got Bennett, who is a fan of. Oh, what was the team you were a fan of? The Wolverhampton Wanderers. How, how are they doing this season? No clue. Not good. <laughs> uh, Not good at all. Not good. They, they're my favorite player they've had. They don't have any more. Morgan Gibbs White. He's gone. Uh, Why is he your favorite? I don't know. He's a cool last name. He's not bad, you, but it's just listen, so random. If you're, I know. You have a dog shit like, team that's your favorite. You have to pick a dog shit player. Your favorite player on the dog shit team. That's fair. 
That's fair. That's that's one hundred percent fair. Um, so I think before we uh, get in, before we get into talking about each of the groups, um, I I do gotta ask just this one question of everyone, and I think we will start with Brady first. Uh, it will go Brady, Bennett, TJ, and Jack. Um. What do you think of the World Cup in Qatar? What do I think? Like, of the what's World, like, World what's Cup your, in- what's your opinion on it? Like, in a in a situation where it ha- has to move the um, World Cup from its traditional uh, June June to July range to November. I think it should have stayed where it was because everybody was going to go see it. But now you got certain rules you can't. You got certain things that you can't do in Qatar, so you got to watch what you do. But in what was supposed to be in U.S. the USA, USA, yeah. uh, U.S. USA won. U.S. was the only um, other. I uh, think the, the only other semifinalist in, in the vote for. Okay. This World so, Cup. Well, USA was supposed to have theirs. I believe everybody would love that because then everybody's like, "Oh, we're coming to America to do whatever we want," which basically it's America. You can do whatever they have, you know, you can do whatever that. But in Qatar. Can't even drink, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bennett, what about you? I don't know. It's gonna be weird. I know this is messing up a lot of like league play, and um, it's 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 different. Uh, but again, ever since COVID, everything's been different. So uh, you know, maybe in twenty twenty six, right? Is that the next World Cup after? Yep. In 2026, maybe there'll be some normal normalcy with um, with with the United States hosting the World Cup, but I doubt it. Like I think we're this is kind of a new normal. I know they'll, it'll take place when it's supposed to happen, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be weird, but hey, it's in uh, Qatar this year, so that means I can wake up at 8 a.m. and watch soccer, so or football. 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 Okay. TJ, what about you with the with the little uh? Pies on hand over there. <laughs> uh, you, you know, know as Vincent Aubrey's illegitimate son of Italian with him. So, uh, but, but you guys, guys have more positive views, it seems. Not only think it's a disgrace that this is in Qatar, but actually disrespectful to soccer fans or football fans all across the world. As they, there's no, uh, in public, you're not allowed to hold hands with the same sex. You're not allowed to publicly drink. You're not allowed to publicly smoke. You're not allowed to publicly curse. At stadiums, you are not allowed to get above a certain noise decibel. This is just, yeah. I, Jack, I see the look on your face. I feel the same way. If it gets too loud, security will come and escort you to leave if you scream too loudly. That's crazy. So I just think that it's a little crazy that FIFA was like, oh, this country with, you know, rules that have, were are going to set uh, that are set back fifty plus years. Yeah, let's host the World Cup there because we're getting a lot of money for it. I just think it was a little, you know, eh. TJ, check your mic, buddy. Oh, yeah, you're on mute. What do you mean my mic was going crazy? Bro, you're not loud. Okay, yeah, 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 okay. So, my bad. Uh, So, yeah, Jack, um, you know, it's definitely been like a range of like, okay, yeah, it's still the World Cup, but, you know, Qatar is in that area that is um, very, um, what's the best way to put it? Doesn't have I'm a sure good um, human human rights record. 
Yeah. Um, so, Jack, Jack, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I have, I have a lot of thoughts on this. I could probably talk for a half hour about it, but I'll try to condense it for everybody. Um, yeah, it's 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 bullshit. <laughs> um, I'm I'm obviously super excited because it's the World Cup at the end of the day. It's the most anticipated soccer event ever. So I'm I'm super excited regardless of where and when it takes place. But I, the crazy part to me is that it was proven to be corrupt the voting uh qatar bribed fifa uh the guy who was in charge of fifa went to jail um and they were still allowed to follow through with it which makes no sense usa was the one who had the highest bid so we should have hosted it but we get the next one instead um all those things really just bother me and then pj and everybody else already said most of the major points um and then going back to the point that it's it's in the winter this year instead of a normal summer that's really annoying because the summer World Cup growing up was always the most fun thing for going on. Like everybody wanted to go outside and play soccer because it's nice out, you get to do your thing. But Qatar is so damn hot that it's still going to be 95 degrees every single day. And there it's December. So if they were playing in the summer, it would be 120. And that would be not even possible. So as a result of players. Yeah, I know. And these guys haven't had a break. And uh, Bennett, you said it too. Like the schedule since COVID started has been brutal for these guys. They have been playing nonstop for about three years in a row. There have been tournaments every summer. The Euros got pushed back. So it went Euros and now we got World Cup. And then the seasons have been just like packed to the brim. These players are getting hurt. And now they got to play the most important set of matches they'll ever play in their life in the middle of a season. So... It's a big shit show, to say the least, but it's the World Cup, so everybody's going to give their all, and I'm still going to enjoy it. And, I, and if I'm not mistaken, I think the calendar is, like, legitimately condensed to, like, the entire World Cup is going to fit in the span of, like, maybe five weeks. Yeah. And normally it's about a six- to seven-week tournament, so... Yep. If you look back at, uh, what was it, 2018, I think it was eight weeks long. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it it, it 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 was it was eight le- eight weeks long and sounded like it's in a wind tunnel. Are we making fun of uh, TJ's uh, So 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 okay, apparently wait, TJ's microphone. You know what? It sounds like you're in a hole. <laughs> you know what? We're we're just we're just gonna go with it, um, and I think we're just gonna make TJ hold up signs now. But no. Uh, all, all in all, as you know, like I said, it's it's definitely controversial. Um, I remember when I when when it, they got the tournament, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I remember when the U.S. got the tournament. Now there was a, a there was a part of the deal because when the U.S. got the World Cup in '94, they did not have a top flight league. So one of the requirements was they had to form a top flight league to uh you know buy like 95 90 uh, 96 right. otherwise you know it would be for not and that's how the mls became uh, uh was formed and now but at this. least the u.s but, but at least the u.s had been in the world cup before yeah i i believe this will be the first time um, if you exclude the first two tournaments, obviously uh, everyone made their debut in the first one. 
and more countries participated or were attempted to participate in in 1934. Um, but I believe this is the first time that a team is making their debut as the host. Hell, even even South I think South Africa made at least one appearance before they hosted. Yeah. And That's and crazy. It, so I I agree that I, I think you know I, I liked what they did before where okay uh, if America hosts or if North America hosts it then they're out for at least five tournaments. You know, it's North America, then it's South America, then it's Europe, then it's Asia, then it's Africa, and then you go back around. Now it's as we as we saw in the, the uh, vote uh, this vote. It's who has the most money to bribe the right. president of FIFA. Yeah, and I definitely highly recommend watching um, uh, last week tonight with uh, Jamie uh, with John Oliver. He definitely took FIFA, grabbed it by the balls, and told him to fuck themselves, while still admitting that he's going to watch the tournament. So, <laughs> and, and 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 this was in this was prior to the 2018 tournament so god knows what he's going to do this time yeah i mean well, listen i'm i may be upset where that it's in guitar but i'm still gonna watch it yeah and they're still giving me headshakes is this i've been in my airpods you're still on reverb i don't know what it is but you got a little echo going on maybe my room is too empty <laughs> no that can't be it <laughs> That's well, if you're in a yeah, it's he might be, be onto something though. He might be onto something. You know what? Hey, it could be worse. Anyway, yeah, it's all right. All right. Before we go back to this episode of the Blind Tag Podcast, I want to give a quick shout out to Mark July for their song "Powerful Rock Next Generation." This is a song being used for this season's intro you can download this and other royalty free songs to use on your podcast at pixabay.com that is p-i-x-a-b-a-y.com for all your royalty free music needs so here's what we're going to do we're going to go through each of the groups I will uh, I will go over who's uh, who's in each group and give a give a stat about each one, and we're going to start with Bennett in Group A. We'll go Bennett, TJ, Jack, and Brady. Here's one. Here's what I like to know for each group: who's going to finish first, who's going to finish second, and a player to watch from that group. Here is Group A: Guitar making their debut. Ecuador making their fourth finals appearance. Their best finish is a round of 16 berth in 2006. Senegal in their third tournament appearance. They made the quarterfinals in their debut in 2002. And the Netherlands appearing in their 11th final. They have failed to they failed to qualify in 2018 after back-to-back top three finishes. Bennett, who you got? Well, um, at, uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be two teams, in, in, in my opinion, that are that are going to go on, and, and of course they're going to be one and two. 
respectively. Uh, at number two, going out of this first round, uh, I have um, uh, Ecuador. I think Ecuador has a really strong team. Uh, Netherlands, they've got a couple of dogs, you know, Van Dyke, uh, Deverge, but they're going to be they're going to be a distant third, I think. Um, they've got a great team, a great team. I just don't think be able to get it going. Uh, but I think they're going to be a distant third, and I think Ecuador is going to be number two. Number one, I have uh, Senegal. They have a lot of really good players. They seem to have seem to know what they're doing. Got some stuff together. Um, but this first for, this first this first group is sneaky because it is really between those three. Qatar stands no chance. Like we know that they're they're god awful. They're not going to be good. But the other three teams are going to be duking it out. I think it's going to come down to the last couple of games. But I think Senegal and Ecuador just eke out. Uh, and a, a couple players to look out for for one for Ecuador. Uh, actually, let me go to the let me get it. Let me just do Senegal because um, they've got Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane is a dog. Um, they got also got Ismail Assar, and he's great too. So that's who I have. You have uh, Senegal finishing first and Ecuador second. Yeah. All right, TJ. What about you? So in second place, I actually have the Netherlands. Uh, you know, you got Virgil Van Dyke back there. You got, uh, I think, uh, Romino Pasever from Ajax is going to be their starting goalie. Uh, you know, you got that. Uh, how do you say his name? Deep Depe. Depay. Depe. Memphis. Memphis Depe from Barcelona. I mean, you got a lot of offensive power there. I think they're going to take second pretty handedly, really. And then uh, in first place, actually, I agree. I have a. Uh, I have Senegal, because if you look at the stats, their defense is the best defense in the entire World Cup. Uh, they allowed the fewest goals while averaging, um, I think, 1.6, I want to say, goals a game. Well, only averaging uh, 0.4 goals scored on, I believe. Um, so I just really see them being a power. I don't think, you know, I don't think... Uh, Ecuador, Qatar, or Netherlands is really going to, like, step up and be like, whoa, this team is crazy. Like, wow, they're going to score all the gold. None of them have that offensive firepower. Um, and this is a very defensive-heavy group. But I think uh, I have Senegal at one and Netherlands at two. All right, so we got two teams, uh, two votes for Senegal in uh, the one position. Jack, what about you? Okay, so I think this is a really interesting group. Um, and I think it really comes down to one thing, and that's is Sadio Mane going to actually play? He was a doubt to make the roster at first because he's injured right now, hasn't played in a couple weeks. And honestly, I'm not sure if he's going to be ready for the World Cup. But at the same time, he's their best player and they're counting on him. So I wouldn't be surprised for if he played through injury. Um, and that's a big deal because he's one of the best players in the world. If Sadio Mane is healthy, I think they have a good chance to make a deep run in this tournament. And they're kind of my my sleeper team, like Croatia was in the last World Cup, made it to the final. I think Senegal, with a healthy Sadio Mane, is very capable of doing that. Um, however, I think with the injury doubt in mind, I think my first place team in the group is going to be the Netherlands. Um, they just have the most well-rounded team in the group. Senegal is very good. They have a lot of star power. They have a couple of really good players here and there. 
but I think as a squad, Netherlands is the most solid. Um, but at the same time, they haven't been very good the last few years, so it's tough to say. Second place, while I think Ecuador could make a, a sneaky run, especially with a free win with Qatar, I think, um, I'm, I'm still going Senegal. They have a really good team, like you guys all said. Uh, I think they'll come in second, and yeah, I think that's that's probably it. And, you, and we're looking for a player to watch, right? Yeah, okay. So right. I think player to watch is probably going to be Cody Gakpo on Netherlands right now in the Eredivisie for PSV. 14 games, 9 goals, and 12 assists. He's averaging almost 1 assist per game with an extra, you know, casual 9 goals on top of that. Um, if he ends up starting on the left wing for Netherlands, he could be the breakout player of the tournament. He's looking to get away from PSV in January anyway. Wouldn't be surprised if he was kind of the breakout star of this entire tournament. Okay, I, I definitely love how you put the easy win over Qatar. <laughs> I want to ask a question about that um, once I get uh, Brady's picks. Brady, uh, right now two votes for Senegal, one vote for Netherlands as uh, the top of the group. Are you going to break the tie or are you going to cause a tie? I'm actually going to break the tie as well. I'm going to have Senegal one. I just think the defense is too strong. And they look like the team to beat. Not not the team to beat, but the defense to beat so far in this World Cup. And I've looked at all the stats for Senegal, and they do look like the defense to beat so far. So I'm going to put them at number one. But my number two team, I I don't think Netherlands is, you know, they're good together, but they're not good. They're good sometimes on offense, and then they're good sometimes on defense. So I'm looking at Ecuador here at number two, just because I know that they can play defense and offense in games and be consistent. Netherlands is not consistent. And then the player to watch was Romeo Ibarra. I used to love that dude in the World Cup and still love him now. So let's cheer for Romero. <laughs> Romero Ibarra, I think. That's how you say his name? I'm not positive. I don't know how to say his first name. Nice. His last name All right, so. Oh. Um, I just want to ask a quick question. I just want a quick yes and no answer. Uh, Bennett, does Qatar get a point? In, <laughs> Hell, in no. Hell no. DJ. No. Hell no. 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 Actually, you know yeah. what? I'll give him a draw. I'll give him a draw. They'll get one point. TJ, don't, okay. be, nice. don't be nice. You don't have hey, to be nice. So, 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 so based on his standings, that means they'll draw. Uh, he, he'll probably say no draw against Ecuador. Based on their standings. Okay. Hear me Jack. out. I have a prediction for this. In 2018, how far did Russia go? Opening game, they whooped whoever it was. It might have been Japan or somebody, but Russia was, was really good. I'm starting to think there's a little bit of uh, rigging going on in the system. Wouldn't be surprised if Qatar, knowing their history, you know, paid uh, Ecuador a lot of money so they could win 5 nothing. <laughs> wow. Brady? Just saying, you heard it here first. I, I'm going to agree with Bill. Hell no, they ain't going to hand No, they're not winning the game. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think they're um, I think they're going to try to – I don't know if North Korea has the record for, like, <laughs> most most goals allowed in a tournament, but I think Qatar is going to try to challenge that record. Although if you read uh, the North Korean media, uh, North Korea won their um, – 
World Cup in dominating fashion, and somehow Kim Jong Un was the player of the game. We just don't know why. Yeah. One hundred <laughs> goals. Kim Jong Un's the yeah, greatest. Yeah, one hundred goals player. in a single game. Uh, it was actually just in the half. It was just in the first half he scored hundred goals. Yeah, yes, it was in the first forty-five minutes he scored hundred goals. The second half with five assists. Yeah, five, well, five assists to himself because no one else scored for the country. Yeah. Um, you know, Kim Yong Il, he didn't do much either. <laughs> right. Exactly. Usually watching from the sidelines, I was disappointed with his performance. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh lord. All right, so let's go to Group B. Uh, Group B, England. Uh, they're appearing in their 16th finals. They're coming off their first top four finish <laughs> since 1990. And they actually tied with Italy for the most draws in World Cup play with 21. Iran appearing in their sixth finals. They have never made it past the group stage. The United States appearing in its 11th finals. Its best finish was the first ever tournament in 1930. They finished in third place. Haven't advanced past the round of 16 since 2002. And Wales making their second appearance. Their first since a quarterfinal finish in 1958. So, I remember I remember we're going to start with... Back in 1958, I remember that. I was there. Good times. Okay, okay LeBron. LeBron. Okay, Bennett. Uh, you're, you're in timeout for a minute. Uh, we're going to start oh, with TJ. Don't right. make me mute you. <laughs> okay, okay, wait. Does, does this mic sound, sound better? better? I don't think it it's doesn't the know. I don't think it's the headphones. It's the microphone on your computer. Yeah, but I'm, I'm using, using the microphone. Check your this. check your check your settings. I am. I'm, I'm in my settings. Preferences. This is my MacBook. This is my MacBook speaker. Uh, did you did you drop it in water? No, not that I know of. Well, see, that's the problem. You're on a MacBook. Ooh. Hey, I'm on a MacBook. I sound Me perfect. too. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let me run through this before I try to keep figuring this out. Group B, number one, it's England. What? It's, it's not that much of a contest there. England is by far the best team there. Um, um, I'm saying watch out. Watch Saka just absolutely obliterate the way he has been the entire season in the EPL this season. Just absolutely continue it. Watch Harry Maguire give up probably 15 goals just by himself. Bro, they play uh, Harry Maguire, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in number two, I got the USA. Uh, I think Wales, it, all they have is one player this year. Or actually, I guess they have Ramsey still. I'll give him Ramsey. But Gareth Bale has been having a good season. It's the most I can give him. A good season. That's one player. I, I think, think the, the USA, USA, the way we've been, been competing, the way we've been playing, our defense to the midfield, to the offense, it's just one cohesive unit. Um, our passing has been better than I think it was when we had Dempsey. I mean, we've had these one-twos going through with uh, uh, Zen, Zen something, and he's our center back, he's the captain. Zimmerman? Zimmerman, thank you. I was thinking of Zinchenko because I'm that much of an Arsenal fan. I was like, that's not it. Uh, Zimmerman, who's been just leading us in the back, just really being a great defensive presence. And I really think the USA will take number two here. But uh, Saka is a player to watch for sure. 
All right, Jack, what about you? Well, um, let's start with number two, and I'm going with England. I don't care what you say about what's going on on paper. This England squad is a mess right now. They haven't called up, let's see, who didn't get called up? Fikayo Tomori. Uh, they oh, called Phillips. up. They, they, they called up Calvin Phillips, who's played one Premier League minute this season. Um, yeah, he was their player of the year last year uh, at this time, but he had also come off a great Euros performance, played a lot for Leeds, goes to Manchester City. He's coming off an injury, has played one minute this season, and they're picking him over several players who could deserve that spot instead. Uh, Reese James is coming off an injury, but could potentially be healthy by the end of the month. He's their best right back alongside Trent Alexander-Arnold, and you could argue that he's better. So them not bringing him and opting to bring other players like Connor Cody, like he's not going to play. Um, England is just a mess, in my opinion. The locker room is not, is held together by strings right now. Gareth Southgate, their coach, has no idea what he's doing, much like USA's coach, who I'll get to in a minute. Um, but I, I feel like England is the type of team that will drop points to the United States and could very easily drop points to a team like Wales or Iran, especially Wales being a little bit of a rivalry there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if England came out in second. Um, that leads me to number one. I'm obviously I'm going with USA and call me a homer. Obviously, I'm a little biased. I don't really care. Last time United States played England, I believe we drew. Uh, Clint Dempsey scored and. I am in no way scared of England. Christian Pulisic has a vendetta against the entire country of England right now. He is also my player to watch. Uh, he, When this man puts on the United States jersey, he's unstoppable. He becomes a different player. He's mad at the entire country, like I said, for Chelsea playing him as a wing back this season. He's about to tear it up. He's about to gritty all over England's center back, whoever it is, Harry Maguire at the time. I'm, I'm going with USA number one in the group. Uh, don't sleep on Wales, though, because when Gareth Bale puts on that Wales jersey, he also becomes a different player. All right, well, TJ apparently doesn't like that, but it doesn't <laughs> matter because that's Jack's pick. I just hate Gareth Bale. Yeah. I just hate him as a player. He's a little past and I think we uh, And I think we fixed TJ's mic issue. Yeah, that did sound good. As we go over to Brady. Hello. So in this one, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to go both ways. I'm going to agree with both TJ and Jack here. So Jack, I'm going to agree with you at USA being number one. Just think right now, England's injuries are just too much right now. Sterling just got hurt, by the way, but he's projected to still start for them. Raheem Sterling is one of their best players. And if you lose Raheem Sterling, they, they had to bring up Calvin Phillips, who was their, like you said, their best player last year. And he... He's been dealing with injuries as well, too, so I don't know if he's actually going to play or not either. They were, they were saying he was questionable to play in the World Cup, so I will just see what happens. But I'm going to go England number two just because of the injuries in USA number one because USA just looks like the complete team, and Saka is incredible right now for the USA. And then USA just got the chemistry right now. because you Saka uh, plays for England, buddy. Oh, my fault, my fault, not Saka. Um... He meant Pulisic. Yes, that's who I meant. Thank you. Thank I, you. I, I got you, bro. I couldn't think of the name. Thank you. Um, but him and then they're all, chemistry-wise, they're all good together. And then the player to watch for me, I, TJ, you're going to hate me on this, but as well, he is he is a Ooh. true. You got to watch out for him. Just watch out for Gareth Bell. For real. I actually, I won't watch out for him. I actually just won't watch him, period. 
Unless he's playing. He's a star. He's a superstar. He's playing. He's a superstar. He didn't play last season because no one wanted him. Oh, that's Doesn't, super. Well, that's like that's like uh, Ronaldo. Really, no one wants Ronaldo. He's old now. Ronaldo's getting quality minutes on Man U this season. I know he is, but he's old. <laughs> nah, Gareth Bale's about to turn up. We already know. He's been waiting for this for four years. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Jack. He's about to turn up. Gareth Bale's going to have the biggest stinker, and you guys are going to have to keep <laughs> He might. He might just do that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, Bennett, you're – okay, so we have two votes for the USA in first place, one vote for England. So my question is this. Are you going to fuck the entire system, or are is this going to be a – England US dominated group. So I would first like to say that I have England at one. England is the best team in this group. Um, yeah, you can call me un American. <laughs> yeah, call me un American. Yeah, I'm not mad with that. I just, the injury. I like yeah. Saka. Uh, the, the whole team, Saka is my favorite player on that team. Uh, underrated guy, Connor Cody, former Wolf, uh, on, <laughs> on Everton right now. <laughs> uh, I got some good laughs over there. That's what I was going for. Um, but uh, I like this team. Uh, there goes Brady. Uh, but my number two team is Wales. Gareth Bale. He's going to turn up. And Get turn him out of here. Get him out of here. I don't. Listen, you can call me un American, but, but, but they left some people off the squad uh, when they, when, that, that should have been on the squad. And I think it's going to come back to, to, to hurt them. You can throw that all too. I just won't put you on this, buddy. Um, but, yeah, you can call me un-American, but this squad just is not it this year. And, and, and historically, historically, the men's United States team has been garbage in the World Cup. Uh, we should – yeah, they, they have been. So uh, I, I just don't see it. So uh, – um... I will say this much. The U.S. has only made it to the quarterfinal round twice in 11 attempts. So, you know, historically, we're not a soccer power, unlike our women's counterparts who are the soccer power. Pay them. Um, Pay them up. They deserve, they deserve more money than the men do. I agree. Okay. Okay. I agree. Because they, because we, we they can, have we can World add Cup thirty minutes to this podcast if we want to. <laughs> I can have a conversation. Well, we, 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 we'll, we'll save that. We'll table that for a, another time because I feel that'll be an interesting conversation to have. Um, but so what I'm going to do is, uh, you know, like, like I asked with the last uh, group. So I'm going to ask one question. I just want a yes or no answer. <laughs> And we'll go in the same order, TJ, Jack, Brady, and Bennett. Does Iran get a point? No, they don't get a point this year. Okay, There's, Jack? I, I think they will. I don't think Iran's as bad as Qatar. I, I don't know who it'll be against. I feel like this is the game that England could drop points and they could pull out a draw. Um, and they could very well be against United States or Wales as well. I just I think they might get one point. Brady, Iran's a weird team. Like Jack said, it, it could they could sneak one in with England, but don't don't be don't be surprised if they sneak one in at Wales either, because Wales yeah. defense is not that good. So, yeah. Right, Bennett, the hate on Wales I can feel it is palpable. Uh, 
No, I think Iran does pull up. I, I think they could get a win. I think I think one of these teams is gonna is gonna give up something here. It's gonna be a lucky goal by Iran. But it the country's not I don't know. I'm not gonna get into politics, but uh, they're not gonna do too well. That's all I gotta say. Okay, I got big, you. No, no problem. No problem. Big one. So let's move on to Group C before we uh, uh, start losing people. Group C. Um, hold on. But before I continue, which one's the group of death? Which one's been marked a group of death? Uh, let me look at them real quick. Okay, cool. E. Yeah, I'd say Group E. You got Spain, Costa Rica. Okay, Japan, all right. That's death. all right. Gotcha. Okay, so Group E is Group of Death. All right, Group C, Argentina. They will be making their 18th appearance. They have not missed a tournament since 1970. Saudi Arabia appearing in their sixth finals. Their best finish is a group of six. Um, yeah, a, a uh, group of 16 uh, appearance in their 1994 debut. Mexico. In their 17th appearance, their best finish is a quarterfinal berth in 1970 and 1986. They have advanced past the group stage in their last eight appearances. 1978 is the last time they did not advance past the group stage. But they also have the most tournament losses with 27. Poland is appearing in their ninth tournament. They have finished third twice in 1974 and 1982. So we're going to start with Jack this time. Jack, who you got? All right. Well, I think I'm gonna I'm not even gonna bury the lead here. Argentina's gonna win the group. Uh, I think Argentina's a strong candidate to go on all the way to the final, like they did in 2014. Uh, the team is relatively healthy. I think they pretty much have everybody they need. Uh, Messi is actually in good form this year last year about this time you couldn't say that but this year he is looking like the old Messi, which is a great thing going into the world cup uh you've heard many players come out and say that they're willing to die for this man to get a world cup and i'm i would do the same if the goat was playing on my team so um I, i'm gonna go with argentina number one I'll, I'll give you my player to watch at the end of this thing number two is a difficult one because i think it's between mexico and poland Poland has been my sleeper team for like the last three tournaments they've been in and they have disappointed every single time. So I'm not going to go with them. I am going to go for our United States rivals to the South Mexico. They're just a good team, much like the United States. They have good chemistry. Uh, they really care about these international tournaments. And I think it means a lot to them when they, whenever they step on the field, they play with a lot of passion. And this is the kind of thing that Mexico shows up for. So. I'm going to go with Mexico number two, Argentina number one, pretty comfortably. And I think my player to watch is going to be Lisandro Martinez for Argentina. Center back, just joined Man United, and he has been arguably the best center back in the league this year. Alongside Arsenal center back William Saliba, I'll give him a shout out. I'll give him a shout out, TJ. But Lisandro Martinez, he's like five foot nine. People said his height would be a big problem. This man plays like he's six foot seven. Nobody can dribble past him. He is great at beating the press. He's, a, he's just an all-around great footballer. I think he could be a candidate for best player in the entire tournament if Argentina makes a run. 
As a short center back, I like that take. Hell yeah. Brady, what about you? All right. Um, well, number one for me, got to be my guy. Love him to death. The GOAT, greatest of all time, Messi. I'm going to go Messi, Argentina, number one. I just think they have the complete team, and Messi's healthy now. A healthy Messi is going to be scary now for Argentina. He's going to help them out. So good luck to them. But my my second team, it, this one was kind of like on and off of me because Poland has Lewandowski. So it was like, uh, I don't know, but mm, I'm going to go Mexico here just because it's the south of the, the border of USA, and they're usually rivals, and Mexico does put up a good fight in these terms. Mexico can make a deep run if they really wanted to, too. Once they're on, they're on, too. So I'm going to go Mexico number two. And the player to watch out for, he's back. Just watch out, everybody. Messi is Messi. Watch out. When the player to watch is the greatest of all time, that means you got to watch out for him. Yep. All right. Bennett, are you on the Argentina and Mexico bandwagon, or are you giving some love to Poland? I'm on the bandwagon. I think it is Argentina's to lose here. And, I mean, anything, it's the World Cup. Anything could happen. We could see these teams all fall apart and somehow Saudi Arabia could, could sneak in. It's very unlikely. Probably won't happen. Uh, but I, I have Messi and Messi and company at, at one. At two, I got Mexico. I think Mexico has got a really good squad. But shout out to former Dagon Red uh, defender Matty Cash. Uh <laughs> Uh, I told you, uh, when I know these guys, uh, I know them. Matty Cash, he plays for Poland with Lewandowski. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of good players on Poland, and it's going to be a sneakily good team, and it's definitely going to be one of those teams where if they were in a different group, they'd be dominating. All right, and TJ, are we making um, this a clean sweep? I have some unfortunate news. We are not. I got Argentina as one, obviously. I think Argentina will be the best team. I could see them genuinely making a run for the entire World Cup. At number two, I have Poland. I, uh, I, you know, Robert Lewandowski up top is such a threat. You got a, well, you got Schweinzi at keeper. You got um, uh, the, the guy with the basically same name as Lennon, uh, uh, what's it, uh, Kierkowski? He's in the midfield. I think they're moving him to play at uh, right center mid, which I think he will thrive in. With you know, I, I believe he's a lefty. Seeing that, I want, I'm excited to see his pings across the field to get to Robert Lewandowski in the open field. I could easily see them taking uh, number, the no, number two spot in group two. Also, I want to say uh, we got the group of death wrong. It's actually group B. Group B is the group of death. Uh, they've been knighted because they believe, and this is what the news report said, this isn't me, saying Wales and U.S. are going to fight for number two. And that's why it's the group of death, because either one could win. I think um, it's the group of death because the United States and Iran are together. Hey, yo. It's enough. He shoots, oh. he scores, and wait, hold on. Hold on. Now, I, I do have one question before we uh, we we uh, actually this is going to be my question about Group C. Um, does Argentina and you know Jack? I'll start with you. 
Does anybody get a point on Argentina, or do they win all three games? It's pretty rare that you see somebody clean sweep the group stages, um, especially if they start off with two wins, because then they might bench some guys for the third game because they, they've already secured their spot. Um, I feel like Argentina may drop a couple points, but I don't I, I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and say they're going to win all three, but I think it's very possible that they could drop points, especially in that third game. Okay. Uh, Brady? Just like Jack said, I think they, they could drop a couple of games, but I I don't really see it right now. They're, they're the true powerhouse of this, this right. group, so... Think they go? They win all games so far. All right, Bennett. Yeah, there's no way anybody's. I mean, there might be. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Argentina gets has a draw. I think it'll be between Pol. It'll be against Poland or um, the other one. Oh, Mexico. Crap. Mexico. I don't know why I blinked like that. It'll be between one of those two uh, because both the other two teams are so good uh, that they'll probably draw. And it might be one of those games where, you know, maybe Messi gets a yellow early or, or one of their big players from Argentina gets a yellow and they just they get subbed out at, at, at half and they don't play the whole game. TJ? Absolutely. They're going to lose at least one game here. They start off with Saudi Arabia, then go to Mexico. And if I'm right, I have Poland at two. They're not going to take that third game very seriously because, let's be clear, those are two teams they should beat. Uh, so that third game, they might rest Messi, rest Di Maria, someone like that, some key integral part of that team, and just be like, it's fine. We don't need all of our best players right now. We want to save them for when we're playing harder teams when we don't have a guaranteed first spot. So I easily could see them losing to Poland in the third game. Okay. Well, like I said, this group has Mexico in it, and um, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I, I think that defense... Might, might be more like a a border wall. It might have some holes in it, but and somehow they're having to pay for it. <laughs> All right, that's 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 my one political joke for today. Oh, what's your date? Do what? Don't butcher my day job. No, I said don't quit your day job there with that joke. You know, <laughs> don't 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 quit my day job. Okay. Well, listen. At least, I, at least I don't make forty in slips on air. But anyway, <laughs> like who's on air? What I do? Anyway, Group D. <laughs> sorry, okay. All right. I just got. Oh, we're just having fun. All right. Group D. France making their sixteenth finals appearance. They are the defending champions. Australia making their sixth appearance. Their best finish is fourteenth. In 1974, Denmark uh, in their sixth appearance, they, their best finish is a quarterfinal finish in 1998. And Tunisia in their sixth appearance, they have not advanced past the group stage. We have moved around. We are now with Brady starting off. All right, all right. Uh, well, number one's got to be obvious. They. They've got the team. I think this is the team to beat so far in uh, Group D. Or Group D, right? Yeah, Group D. I think this is the team to beat in Group D. France. You got Kylian Mbappe. You've got 
Kareem Benzema, you've got Giroud, you've got Griezmann. You've got to watch out for all these players. They are all big stars. They all make plays. They all can play defense. They can, and all of them can just be a singular player and to take over a game. So you got to watch out for France here. And then number two for me, I'm going to go Australia. I just don't think Denmark and Tunisia is strong enough to beat Australia as well. And I don't know. I don't really know that much about Australia, but I mean, so you know. You never know what what's gonna happen, but the player to watch for me is also gonna be Kylian Mbappe, or or Antoine Griezmann. Ooh. All right, Bennett. What about you? Well, uh, that was a little bit of a, a, a pipe bomb there by Brady with the whole Australia thing. I'm not going with Australia. I think France clinches number one. They've got, I mean, some of the best players in the world. They've got Mbappe. They've got Griezmann. Uh, don't forget about Lorient midfielder. Well, not anymore. Uh, Matteo Ganduzzi. He's great. Love him. TJ uh, knows. Say this. I can't say this enough with a straight face. Uh, I do. I do love Matteo Ganduzzi though. Uh, and then uh, at number at number two, I've got Denmark. Listen, they've got one of the best goalkeepers of all time, Casper Schmeichel. Uh, <laughs> I get, I get, get like these weird looks from Jack because yeah, you keep saying weird shit. Explain that shit. Yeah, what? please do. Please. Oh, can you, know you mute him, dad, please? Right? Oh, can you mute him, please? No, you can't mute me. I'm not done talking yet. All right, go ahead. Uh, you you are going to be allowed to finish this thought, <laughs> but just remember, um, any any more Harrison Barnes com- comparisons, and I will mute you. Now here's a guy. Uh, no, um, <laughs> no, I do think Denmark. I do think Denmark is this, is the second best team in this in this uh, group. Uh, they've got great goalkeeping. Um, okay, I'll take back the greatest, one of the greatest of all time. Uh, Schmeichel's still good. He's a good goalkeeper. Can't take that away from him. Uh, and so I think that's going to help a lot. Um, uh, nobody's touching France though. I gotta, I, I gotta agree with nobody touching France. So I, I have an interesting question after uh, everyone goes around. Uh, TJ, are you on Team France for winning this re- uh, group? Easily. I mean, it's it's not even close in this division. France is by far the best team. They have the most experience throughout the entire squad as well. Um, I mean, you want to talk about their offense, you could just as easily go ahead and talk about that defense. Because, wow, <laughs> they brought in, I think this year is the first year uh, Kempo is playing with them. They got Varane, they got Pavard, they got Saliba. They got, I mean, their defense is just as stacked as any other team in the entire World Cup. You're going to see France absolutely dominate this. And it's not even going to be close in that division. They're, they're going to sweep their three games. They're not going to lose a game. Uh, for number two, I had Denmark. Uh, you know... They got a strong team still. They got uh, Christian Eriksen back, uh, first time playing for the national team since 2020 after his cardiac arrest on the field. Uh, God bless him for getting back onto that pitch, lacing up his boots. I mean, wow, what a feat he's had. What a story as well. Uh, pronounced dead, I, I believe, for two minutes. Came back and is playing professional soccer once again. Uh, at a high mid- level. Yeah, at the highest level. I mean, thank you. 
Yeah, yeah. the highest level there is. You know, for Denmark, you got Schmeichel, you got uh, Heusenberg in the midfield, you got Denley in the midfield. They just got a strong, all-around decent team. I don't think they're going to make it past this first round. You know, I don't think they're going to be like a deep running team, but they're, they will easily take on Tunisia and Australia. The player to watch, I'm going Christian Eriksen, just because I'm rooting so heavily for him. You know, it's it, you can't root against a guy with a story like that. So I'm just rooting for him just because of how how much love and respect I have for someone who loves the game. Well, I, absolutely, and that's one of those scenarios where, like, I, I don't care what country you're rooting for, like, you want him, you want him to succeed. So. You know, you to be pronounced dead for two minutes, like that. And that's that's scary. Like you, and to come it's back like, and you're playing as. I know exactly where I was, what I was doing, who I was with, what I had in my hands when I saw that happen. Like it's one mm-hmm. of those moments that like is ingrained in my brain. I mean, I, I for his sake, I want them to win the World Cup. Is that going to happen? No, but. It's just—it's impossible to root against a team like that. I think—I think that will be the big. If they somehow win the World Cup, I, first of all, I think he'll—he'll he'll get you know player of the tournament. But we—we we will see what happens. Uh, we have three votes for France for, for number one. Jack, is it oh, four right. for four? It's not. It's not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna be honest with you. France is. They're really good. I don't have to explain to you how good France is. I mean, they're the reigning World Cup champions for a reason. They're. I think the number one ranked team in the world. Uh, actually, they're number four, which makes no sense. They should be closer to have number one. Um, but France is. They. They. They worry me a little bit. So the last two World Cups, the reigning champions were uh, Germany and. Uh, Spain and in the following World Cup they didn't make it out of the group the reigning champions did so I don't know if there's a little bit of a curse going on or what but uh, I'm, I'm definitely picking France to come out of the group don't worry but I am going with Denmark number one uh, Denmark is not to be slept on they are the number 10 team in the world right now and that is outperforming the way uh, how good their squad is they're on paper not the number 10 team in the world but in World Cup qualifying they went 9-0-1. They had one loss, nine wins out of 10 games, the most efficient team in the entire qualifying. And like TJ said, Christian Eriksen wasn't even playing with them during those games. And he's coming into this team playing great form for Manchester United, had an assist and a goal today. This man is playing with, he's got a new lease on life. He's, he's out there having fun. He is going into this World Cup with nothing to lose. And Denmark, without him was playing great and they're adding a world-class midfielder into that team i think this group is going to come down to the france versus denmark game i think both of those teams are going to win their other games against tunisia and uh who else is in there australia i think both of them are going to go 2-0 against those teams and i wouldn't be surprised if denmark denmark came out with a little edge over france in that game i i'm not saying that it's gonna happen but it's gonna happen if you know what i'm saying and my player to watch is, in fact, Christian Eriksen. I think he could absolutely take this tournament by storm and remind everybody else how good he is. 
right? So my my question about this group I want to ask, and we'll start with Brady. Brady, is second place determined by a tiebreaker? No. No? No. Okay. Bennett? I mean, I think... I think it, it could be. I think Australia could feasibly, in, in the realm of possibility, because I have Denmark, could feasibly have to. The, Denmark could have to play basically. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. Big brain, big brain. Okay. TJ? It's not going to end a tie break. Uh, I mean, world ranking wise, right now it goes France. Denmark, Tunisia, Australia, and I'm not that worried about Tunisia or Australia if I'm Denmark or France right now. Watch out, Tunisia. I mean, they're ranked number 30 in the entire world right now. They have some decent players on the squad. They went, they did all right in the qualifiers, but I just don't see them going all the way or getting to a tiebreaker. All right, Jack. Um, I think first place could come to a tiebreaker, but I'm going to go ahead and say no anyway, because I think, uh, like I may have mentioned, I think France and Denmark are both going to win their two games against Saudi or not Saudi Tunisia and Australia. And then I think Denmark's going to edge out France. I won't be surprised. So I think it's going to be nine points to Denmark and six to France. So now that is half the field. Let's go to Group E. Um, am, am I coming through good? All right. I I, I had to uh, unplug my microphone to plug in the uh, charger. Otherwise, this meeting would have been cut very short in the middle of whoop, dead computer. Uh, group E, Spain making their 16th finals appearance. They have not made it to the quarterfinals since winning the World Cup in 2010. Costa Rica is in their sixth finals appearance. They went from a quarterfinal appearance in 2014 to losing in the group stage in 2018. Their 2014 uh, appearance was their best finish. Germany appearing in their 20th finals. Most World Cup runner-ups and third-place finishes with four each. And their first uh, in uh, their first elimination in groups uh, in 2018, they were eliminated in the group stage for the first time since 1938. And rumor has it, because that because of that elimination, that's why World War II was started. Um, <laughs> it's, I haven't been able haven't been able to confirm that because um, obviously I was yeah well, yeah I wasn't I wasn't around. Yeah. Contrary LeBron, to what Bennett will say. Le- no, no, you were around. You weren't there though. Unfortunately, you were you were you were over there in America, so yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was too busy dealing with the Great Depression. Yeah, yeah you were making you were, you were too busy making fun of some poor German kids art. Like, come on man. He's you do know my last you do know my last name's German, right? Yeah. Okay, all right, cool. All right, and finally, Japan making their seventh appearance. Their best finish is a round of 16 berth three times in, 20, in 2002, 2010, and 2018. 
Bennett, we start back with you. This this seems like kind of an a up in you know up in the air uh, group just based on its uh, participants. Yeah, I mean, so the problem is you have like two powerhouses, Germany, probably one of the either the best or like top five of the best teams in 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 the World Cup. They've got like a really deep squad. In fact, my player to watch, he probably won't play much, but I really like him, and that's Yusuf Makoko. Let's uh, go! 17-year-old. I love that guy. My uh, guy. So cool. He's so good, uh, and he has so much potential. And the fact that he's he's on a World Cup squad at 17, like, this is going to be somebody who's going to be on the international scene for, for years to come. Uh, and so I don't think he'll play much. Uh, he'll probably sit there, but but just learning behind some of the best to ever play soccer or to lace up the boots, uh, it's just going to be fantastic. They're going to Germany's going to be number one, and then for me, it's it's between Spain and Japan. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Spain. Spain, uh, probably a more experienced team, but don't count count out Japan. I think it's it might even come down to a tiebreaker. All right, TJ, what you got for me? All right, so for first place, actually, you know what? I'll go the opposite. I'll go second place first. Second place, I actually have Japan. Um, they have been playing phenomenally throughout the qualifiers. You know, we've been seeing uh, a couple of players even playing in the EPL and Bundesliga, La Liga, everywhere, all across, really stepping up their games these past couple of months, really broadcasting like, hey, we're not someone you really need to be sleeping this heavily on. I mean, they're nationally ranked, I believe, uh, 30-something? Something around there. Um, but I, they are a much stronger team than we anyone will give them credit for, really. And I, I believe that they are really a team to watch out for. For number one, I have Germany. I don't think that's that big of a surprise. You know, Germany is just... Germany's Germany. It's so hard to beat a squad that has... That, especially since it's 26 men now, Germany has a roster of 26 players who can all start and play against you and still be one of the better teams there. I mean, they are just a deep powerhouse rostered team. Um, I'm saying my player to look out for, you can call me biased, go ahead. I'm going Tom, uh, I'm gonna butcher his name, even though he's my favorite Arsenal, he's not my favorite Arsenal player, but he's an Arsenal player. Tamiyasua, uh, Japanese defender. Uh, he is, yeah, I'm sure you knew it. He's a stud. If you've watched any Arsenal game when he's in, you'll see what kind of a difference he brings on that field. He runs the ball up to the offense like someone's chasing behind him, yelling at him. I mean, he is just everywhere on the field at once. Would you say his last name is Tamiyasu? Tamiyasu. I could be saying that wrong. If that's not what I said earlier, I apologize. I, I heard some British person say Tamiyasu, so that's what I'm going with. I'm going to stick with it, and I'm going to say that's what I said earlier, even though it's probably not. Let's not go back into the tapes. Kyle, you can just, like, change that up for me. That's great. Uh, but, yeah, I got Germany at one, and uh, <laughs> I got Germany at one, and I got Japan at two, saying Spain is kicking the bucket. I'm going to be honest, I, I wasn't rolling the tape. I'm trying to figure out why Chase Daniels is in for the Chargers instead of uh, uh, Justin Herbert. Oh, no. You heard, about it. Uh, you heard his ribs again. 
We got a football crossover right now. We do have a football crossover. And speaking of crossovers, Jack, what you got? I don't know what you meant by that, but uh, here we go. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't matter what I meant by it. It's my show. I can say whatever the fuck I want. That's right. Oh, man. Anyway, um, let's start with let's start with number one. I'll just I'll, I'll follow the trend. I'm going with Germany. Uh, they got a bit of a hangover. They didn't make it out of the group in 2018, and uh, they got a little bit of a, re- a reload with their squad. Uh, Tony Cruz retired from the national team. Mats Hummels is not there. Uh, Jerome Boateng is not there. It's a bit of a new team, but however, you still do got some old faces like Manuel Neuer leading the line uh, from goalkeeper Thomas Muller again. Even Mario Gota, the World Cup winner from 2014, made the squad a bit of a surprise. Uh, but I, I think it's just a well-oiled machine. I think they've had eight years to recover from from 2014, and I think they're ready to go again. Um, I'm glad I'm glad Bennett gave a shout out to my boy Yusufa making the squad because I am a huge believer, bigger than anyone you'll ever meet when it comes to Yusufa Mukoko. Um, and then that brings me to second place, and I am not going with Spain, and I'm also not going with Japan. I'm going with Costa Rica. And that might sound like a little bit of surprise, but I do think this is the group of death. And that's because, yeah, you've got Germany and you've got Spain, who are two powerhouses in this kind of tournament. However, Japan and Costa Rica both are the type of teams, just like Mexico, who when it comes to World Cup time, they show up. And they really play for the badge when it comes to the World Cup. I think Japan could take points off of Spain. I think any of them could take points off of anybody. I think this is going to be a true group of death. Anybody could win. And I think Spain is going to struggle for a couple reasons. One, they should have called up David De Gea. Not only is he the best goalie from this country, he didn't even make the top three. They're bringing three goalies, and David De Gea is not one of them. That's a problem. This man is on form for the last nine months, at least. Yeah, he had a rough patch last World Cup, but, I mean, call the guy up who's who's one of the best shot stoppers in the world. Uh, Pretty simple for me. And number two, Sergio Ramos didn't make the squad. Yeah, he's old. He doesn't get as many minutes as he used to. But this is the arguably the best defender of our lifetime. You call him up to the World Cup, whether it's for a locker room presence or to play the goddamn game, and they didn't do either of those things. Meanwhile, Alvaro Morata is their striker. They're not going to score. They're going to let in goals. Costa Rica is going to come out of nowhere, and they're going to shock everybody. So, so that's the crossover I was talking about, because <laughs> basically everyone's agreeing that Germany's the uh, top, and we have literally everyone else Every other team is in second place. So I'm going to go over to Brady. Um, Are you on Germany as number one? And if so, who do you give your support for number two? No doubt about it, Germany is going to be number one. If you look at the team, they have probably the best goalie to ever hit hit the soccer field ever, potentially. I don't know. If you can argue that or not, possibly. They also got Mark Andre Sturgeon. Yeah. Sturg- they also got Mark Andre Sturgeon. Andre Sturgeon, I think that's how you say it. Sturgeon. 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 Okay. They also have him too. That's two amazing goalkeepers right there. Then you have Thomas Muller, and then who I also love, the young guy, Coco. Coco. <laughs> yeah, I call love him Coco. Dude. Love saying his name, but you can't <laughs> sleep on Thomas Muller. Or have you say his name either? He's been there. He knows what he's doing, and he's a veteran on this Germany team. And I think they're going to lean on him to sweep this whole 
hope yeah, you know what I mean. Sweet. My number two team, this one more to me, but like Jack said, team does not have Ramos. And then they do not have De Gea, which they're insane for that. That is absolutely insane. Don't know why they didn't do that, but on to the next thing. I'm gonna go Japan here. Just because I just think Japan's a well-rounded team. I just don't see Spain beating Japan. But potentially they can, maybe. Maybe they'll tie with them, but I don't see them beating Germany or Japan right now. So that's my And the player to watch for me, I'm going to go Coco or Mueller right now. So, Kyle, if I could just add something really quick. I just want yeah, to say, say this is the most entertaining group in uh, the World Cup this year. By far, I think this is the most stacked group there is, the most... Uh, literally anyone could get one and two, and I won't be surprised at this point. I mean, you'll really see great fights in this group. And uh, I don't know if the people watching can read the chat, but uh, <laughs> they cannot. Okay, Bennett is just saying some hot. They're reading. He, Bennett is spewing some hot garbage. Bennett is well, no, no, hot garbage. Buffon, no, y'all need to respect Buffon. 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 Come on now. All right, we're five. Yeah. All right. Y'all are just crazy. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, hey. We're not crazy. We're just all special in our own, own special way. <laughs> all I know. Just just crazy. Crazy. Listen, listen. The majority, of, uh, the majority of us are, are communication majors. Uh, Jack, were you a communication major? Yep. All right, so we're all fucking stupid, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, um so since everyone has a different pick for second place i mean i, I really don't don't have a, a, another question coming out of this group because basically it just based on everyone's comments it's going to be a wide it's going to be an entertaining group it's going to be wide open um i think it's going to be the second best group in uh, the World Cup. The first one, obviously, is the one we're recording right now. Obviously. Because we have everyone but Bennett on here. So Bennett is our Iran right now. Listen, I'm, I'm about <laughs> as unstable as Iran is. But, uh... That, that, that is true. That is true. Just don't blow anybody up. All right. And Bennett's uh, oil is very valuable to people like me, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what? We're just going to. Oh yeah, you know the hair products. Pause. 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 I just just got that. God uh, dang it. All right. One thing I want to well, say before we move on to the next group. Um, did anybody uh, pick Spain to come in second? I no. Uh, Bennett did. Bennett. Yeah. Okay. I. While only one of us picked him or picked them to come in second, I think all of us yeah. could see a reality where Spain finishes top of the group. It, that's yeah. that's why this is the group of death. I think this is just an entertaining yeah. one. Anybody I think we could all see could, a scenario where Germany... Really finish at the top right, now. right, and I think even Germany could not make it out of the group, and that's why this is... Yeah. I think this has got to be the group of death. Um, but, yeah, I'm just really excited for yeah, this. I, 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 I agree with that, because honestly, I, I could see it where it's Germany and Spain. I could see it being Costa Rica and Japan. Yeah. 
I mean, it's like, you know, that that would just throw er everything up, up in the air. But th that's why this is going to be the most entertaining group in the World Cup. But let's move on to Group F. Um, Belgium in their 14th appearance in the World Cup Finals, coming off their best finish in World Cup history. They were third place in 2018. Canada making their second ever appearance, first time since 1986. Morocco in their sixth tur uh, tournament, they finished 11th in 1986. And Croatia, they were coming off of a runner-up finish in 2018. They are um, appearing in their sixth finals. Now, obviously, Croatia and Serbia, a lot of those countries, they share a lineage with the Yugoslavian team before that country broke up. But just as an independent nation, this is their sixth tournament. So, TJ, I'll start with you. Um, it looks like this is Belgium's uh, group to lose. Do you, do you see it that way? I absolutely do. And I actually, I don't have Belgium winning it. I have Croatia coming in first. I have, uh, you know, they have just been, since their 2018 run, just been improving their team, improving their young players, uh, and just really been making a run, trying to prove that, hey, we're small, but we got, we're got we a real threat to this contending game. I mean, their lineup is deep and has some of the best players in the world. And, I mean, you saw Luka Modric, uh, you know, last time just looked like he's the second coming of Messi, second coming of Christ. I mean, looks like he was untouchable last 2018 run. And I, I expect to see nothing but the same from him this time, honestly, as he's been, he seems to be in better shape and in better form than uh, before. In second place, I do have Belgium. I think the player to watch will be um, ooh, probably Weistel in the midfield for Belgium. I think if when he plays bad, Belgium plays bad. He's very crucial into that uh, transition from that strong brick wall of a defense to getting it into the offense. Um, and I think if he plays poorly, then it's Belgium's place to lose. I have them getting second, and I would have them losing to most other teams, of, except they're just playing in such a piss his poor group i mean morocco and canada have no shot i think so i have croatia at one and belgium at two yeah i i, I agree i think this is i think the gulf in this group kind of um is wider between one and two and three and four than group c with because you you could see a scenario where Poland jumps Mexico or Mexico jumps Poland. You, you really like. I think the only way, in my opinion, you know, and if you notice, I haven't been making any of these picks because I will. I, I'm I'm not as well versed. That's why I have the experts on. Um, I could see a situation where at least the the top three teams tie, but. That's that's more likely in Group C than it is here in Group F. Uh, Jack, are you are you on the same uh... <laughs> as TJ puts in the chat? Experts and Bennett, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think this is becoming a tradition here on Sport. Uh, I was going to say Sports on Cage, but um, 
that that was that was your tradition on sports on cage as well but on the blind tag podcast is this has turned into the let's pick on bennett hour um so and it, but bennett, i don't, sorry, I don't think you even care bennett, i don't think you care yeah. enough to respond to that to that type of disrespect. i don't care like yeah. seriously i get made fun of on like the regular here uh, anywhere I go, it is like Kyle's mission to make my life miserable when I come on his show. So, uh, but in, in all seriousness, you know, uh, I just like hanging out with y'all. So if I really hated it, I would be here. We are a good sport. We know. Ben, I'll never I'll, forget I'll, when we when we roasted you for a good like thirty minutes. On I had our, two minutes on our to room. respond. That was the best of the two minutes ever, though. But all I will sit here and say to this and Bennett knows this more than everyone else but basically I have two uh, frames of mind I'm either going to pick on you or I'm going to say shit to you if, if, if you ever in the second mode uh, start praying to whoever you pray to yep. that's, that's just way because I that, that means you have done something to piss me off but anyway let's 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 we, we've got off track which always happens in one of these episodes Jack yeah um, okay, so I really wanted to I really wanted to be different with this group, and that's because I'm not as confident in Croatia as I have been in years past. I think they have the same core group of people that they did in the past when they went to the World Cup final, surprisingly, in 2018. I think it's the same group, but they're a lot older now. They're four years older. Most of them are in their 30s. And while I still think they do have quality with like people like Modric and Kovacic and Perisic, all the itches, um, I think... They're, they're still good, but I don't see them making a real run in this tournament. And I wanted to pick a team like Canada or Morocco to kind of sneak in that second place. But I am still going to grow with, uh, go with Croatia to come in second. They just, they're just they just too much quality compared to Canada and Morocco in the midfield. And that's where Croatia shines is in the midfield. So I think they're going to handedly take second. And Belgium, the number two team in the world, according to FIFA men's rankings, I think they're going to win the group. Um, and I think the player to watch is going to be Eden Hazard. I think Belgium's going to win the group regardless, but whether they make a run or not for the first time in their you know history, I think comes down to Eden Hazard. He could be on Smokey. At one point, he was a top five player in the world. And the last five years, that has not been the case. He is closer to outside the top 100 than he is to the top five. Um, yeah, that's not even a hot take at this point. He barely plays for Real Madrid, and he's not quite the same as he used to be but if he does turn up for the belgian national team like he has in the past this team could be deadly and they could make a real run but i'm not too sure if i'm confident in people like lukaku and eden hazard at this moment and uh my roommate who plays soccer his whole life uh as well just goes he won't make the run eden hazard sucks yeah, so yeah, yeah. There you it go. is not looking good for them kyle you're muted buddy sorry my bad See, I was trying to, you know, respect, you know, that way. First, Bennett, don't you ever give me the, the Kimbe Mutombo finger wag ever again. Okay? No. No. Everybody no. just did it. <laughs> Everybody just did it. <laughs> well, listen. All right. So that may be the, the Kimbe Mutombo, but I, I have the new finger wag. It's called. Hey, 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 hey. There's not enough movement there. You need to be doing like this. Listen, it's my show. I can do whatever the fuck I want, okay? That's too okay. sensual. That circular emotion you got. <laughs> Bring it around town. Oh, oh my god. We're we're going to hell, but it's okay. 
Uh, Brady, can you oh, please save us from this um, um, uh, going off the rails again? Just just save this podcast before I just go insane. In comes Superman himself. I got you. Don't worry. Oh, we wait, go. hold on. Dwight Howard's here. Yeah, Dwight Howard's here. He's back here. Oh, no, uh, but yeah, I can save y'all here. So I'm gonna go with number two for me. Like us, I'm gonna agree with Jack here. They're old, but they got they got the cool names. Itches. They got the itches name, so they cool, but. They are old, so I'm gonna go Croatia here at number two. I just, I just don't see them with. I mean, their experience. I understand their experience, but they're old. But they're, eh, they're old, but eh. But I mean, I can see them going, being number one potentially with the offense, but the defense, eh, eh. And then number one for me, Romeo, Lu- Rome. I think I said that wrong. Lukaku, Eden Hazard. How do you say? I don't. And then Courtois, the goalkeeper, or Courtois, the goalkeeper, however you say his last name, they are absolutely phenomenal. They are stars. The player to watch out for me is Lukaku. Just watch out for Lukaku for Belgium. Belgium is going to this division, and I think it's it's not too, like, not a sweep maybe. Potentially it's a sweep, but I don't think it, you can't count out Croatia. You're muted again, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. shut up. Uh, you you uh, you have uh, Belgium as one. Yes. Okay. All right. I want to make sure. And Croatia is two. Gotcha. All right, Bennett. I am allowing you to speak now. Um, Thank you so much. Wow. What a nice. You know, you're welcome. You know what? I, I am a nice guy. You're my favorite thirty-nine-year-old. That felt like an insult, even though it shouldn't be. <laughs> it wasn't an insult. That felt like an insult. <laughs> it wasn't an insult, trust me. You know what, Niall? Favorite person of a certain age that is well above anyone. <laughs> That's what he's trying to say. Like, in this age group, you're my favorite. But if I go to 40... Yeah. Yeah. 38? Draws the line. Oh, Jesus. But, uh, oh, is 38, isn't he? I mean, like, right. how are you going to compare... You know I don't know. What? How old's Vince Carter again? <laughs> Vince uh, Carter's also retired, and I oh. remember when he was in uh, at North Carolina. I hated his guts when he was in North Carolina because well, I'm a Duke fan. Well, you know, Duke's <laughs> basketball program's taking a backseat. So, uh, anyway, sure. going on to World Cup basketball, basketball, soccer. Excuse me. Uh, see what happens. Uh, listen, I have crippling ADHD. Is this though. the FIBA World Cup? <laughs> FIBA. Uh, <laughs> I got Belgium at one. I mean, they've got a former Wolves player, Leon Don. What is it, Don Decker? Is that how you say his name? Yes. It's not Doncic. Don Decker. I thought this was FIBA. Oh, okay. Uh, Don Decker or De- or Don Decker. Don Decker. Yeah, uh, Dirk Nowitzki there too, Dirk. Yeah, Dirk Nowitzki. He's gonna put on a show. Anyway, we got, we got him. They've got a pretty deep squad here in Belgium. Uh, and then. Number two, I got someone different than Croatia. I love Croatia. They got uh, Livakovic, a goalie. He's one of my favorite guys. I got Morocco. Um, Mute him right now, please. Morocco's got a good squad. Listen, I almost picked them. Morocco's got a good squad. It's gonna be it's gonna be between those two. Brady just keeps phasing in and out of them. Did you just say you almost picked them, Jack? I really almost picked Morocco. Yeah. 
Morocco's a good team. I think they could sneak into number two. Listen, yeah. they've got a good, they've got a good striker, uh, like winger, wing core up there, and they they they're not bad in, in, in defense either, and their goalkeepers aren't aren't too shabby. So I'm number picking number twenty-two Morocco. in the world. Yeah, I'm picking Morocco, uh, but I will not be surprised if if Croatia goes. You know, fuck you, we're gonna take this. So. Kyle's or hands are on his head. Uh, he is flabbergasted. He, he cannot. Record, He's mute. Number twenty-two in the world versus number twelve in the world. Oh goodness, 10, 10 spots. Oh, oh, geez. Oh golly, what are we gonna do? Yeah, you know, hold on. Let's let's go. Uh, let's go from you know Croatia being at uh, what did I say at twelve. Uh, Morocco's at twenty-two. Uh, the people around them is Iran, who we shit on earlier, and Serbia. Who we will shit on in a little bit, I'm sure. And then when they send a ballistic missile to your house, like <laughs> all welcome open arms. One, the only reason I picked a team like Morocco, or I didn't pick them, but I thought about it, is that Canada is, I think, 42 in the world, so they're yeah, way they're down not. there. And yeah. if Morocco beats Canada, that's three points. To get out of the group in the World Cup, you only really need four to six. And if Morocco steals a point against, I don't know, Croatia. They got four they points. Could. They could beat Croatia on a tiebreaker or something, you know, crazy. So I think it's very possible. Um, I'm just not super confident in Croatia this year, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe next year. But they could oh. also win the group. It's next it's one of those. No, they not could win it next year for sure. Not next year. <laughs> I think they got it for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next year in the World Cup. Oh, okay. So that is definitely interesting. I thought we were going a. Uh, uh, the one thing I've noticed is whenever there's a consistent uh, a consistency of two teams in one and two, one person decides to play. You know what? Fuck you. Let's uh, let's just mess everything up. I mean, in Group B, we were uh, there was a consistency of England and USA until Bennett said Wales. Wales. Are you Gareth Bale's the goat? Uh, Group C, Argentina and Mexico until TJ said Poland. Uh, let's see. And then now it's fucking Morocco. So basically, Brady, you have two groups to uh, to get your uh, um, messing up everyone's. Yeah, 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 your hot take in. So. Which we we will start with Group G. This has Brazil making its twenty second appearance. Brazil has never missed a World Cup Finals. They have the most wins in World Cup history with seventy three. They have the greatest goal differential in World Cup history with plus one twenty four, and the most World Cup titles with five. All right. Serbia in their 13th uh, finals, the Serbia team takes takes over the lineage of the Yugoslavian team. So this is their 13th appearance. Their best finish is fourth in 1930 as Yugoslavia in 1962. But they have only made one quarterfinal appearance in their last five tournaments. Switzerland appearing in their 12th finals. They made the uh, quarterfinals in 34, 38, and 54. They have not made it to the quarterfinals since. And Cameroon 
making their eighth appearance. They've only made it out of the group stage once, making it to the um, quarterfinals in 1990. So, Jack, I will start with you. Is it Brazil to lose? It sure is, Kyle. Uh, I think Brazil is a heavy favorite to win the goddamn tournament. Um, I think they are top to bottom, one of the most exciting, well-balanced, just best teams in the tournament, without a doubt. Neymar is playing as good as he ever has, alongside people like Vinicius Jr., who is one of the star players for Real Madrid now. Anthony, who has been on fire for Manchester United when healthy. And then you got behind them a casual Gabriel Jesus, Gabriel Martinelli, Rafinha, Richarlison. That attack is deadly. Uh, their defense is solid. Their goalies are fantastic. Their midfield is amazing. One of the best teams in the world, without a doubt. I think right now they are ranked, what, number three? No, no, they're number one in the world in the FIFA rankings. So I think rightfully so, they have a great shot to win it. Um, that's all I'll say about them right now. Number two is a bit of an interesting one. I'm going to go ahead and go with Switzerland. Switzerland is just one of those teams, like I've said a few times, that just turns up for the World Cup. Jordan Shakiri, although he's playing in Chicago now, that man's calves are as big as his World Cup ambitions. He's probably going to score three goals. And, I mean, look up a picture of his calves. That's all I need to say. He's like five foot six. Those things are like porterhouse steaks. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, not even kidding. Look up a picture. <laughs> All right, so now that I'm hungry for Porterhouse Steaks, yes, uh, Brady, um, would, you, would you like to add, add your add some sizzle to this conversation? Sure thing. Let's go for it. So, my number one team, obviously, no questions asked. Got to be, yeah. Let, let's sprinkle the, yeah, no questions asked. It's got to be Brazil. Brazil is God. He didn't really even say the defensive players because I'm sure he knows they're they're really good. But you didn't talk about Thiago Silva, Danilo, uh, Marquino, uh, Sandro, Danny Alves. That is a exceptional group of defenders right there. And then he like he also said, they've got Gabriel Jesus, they've got Anthony, they've got Pedro, Neymar. They are a complete team up front, and they got good goalies. Brazil is the number one team, and they are the team to beat right now in this in this group. And then number two for me, I don't really know much about Serbia, but I don't know really that much about uh, Switzerland either. I would say that I have a tiebreaker between Switzerland and Cameroon, because don't don't get me wrong, Cameroon is fast, but I just don't know too much about Switzerland. But I'm gonna go Switzerland number two, just because. Just because I like Jack, how he said the uh, the stakes makes his thigh. His thighs I, <laughs> you just started thinking about all the body parts now. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you, bro. But don't sleep on Cameroon. And then my player to watch is uh, Danny Alves. Or not, uh, David, uh, Silva. Silva, my fault. So I'll make sure I got this right. You got Brazil 1 and Cameroon 2? No, I have Switzerland 2. Oh. I just oh, said don't sleep okay. on Cameroon. I gotcha. All right, Bennett. All right. So, yeah, Brazil, number one, that's obvious. Uh, they're probably, I don't know, we'll talk about it when we get down to it, if they're going to win the World Cup or not, but they're they're in the conversation for sure. Um, and number two, it's a tiebreaker uh, between Switzerland and Cameroon. I'm, I'm going with Cameroon, though. Uh, 
listen, Cameroon has has my favorite player of all time. And not a lot of people know who this is. And I didn't know who this was until I started playing Dream League soccer on my iPad in like eighth grade. And I got him like for like super cheap. His I know who it is. Vincent Abubakar. Yes, I know uh, who it is. And he is my favorite player of all time. I just fell in love with him uh, from that, from, from playing that game in eighth grade. And unfortunately I deleted the app and I lost all of my progress or else I'd still have him. But uh, he's great. I, I love, I love, him and so I, I love Cameroon Cameroon uh, masterclass no it's gonna be a tiebreaker between them and Switzerland though but don't count out Cameroon all right TJ what you got for us uh, for number one it's not even close it's Brazil I mean come on it's not even close their offense their defense their midfield it's all stacked they don't have a weak position this year this World Cup um they're trying to think of one. I'm sitting here blanking. I'm like, uh, maybe who's their goal? Oh no, they have uh, yeah. No, oh, their striker. Uh, no, it's Gabriel Jesus, Neymar, and uh, who's gonna be on the right wing this year? Pedro, I think. Either Vinicius or Anthony. Yeah, no, it's, it's, Anthony. Anthony. it's Anthony. It's Anthony. It's Anthony. It's not Vinicius Jr. Neymar. Neymar might. might play in the middle. I don't know. Yeah, Neymar is supposed to play it's, in the middle because they're gonna want Gabriel Jesus in the middle the way he's been playing in the middle for Arsenal. Yeah, he's been such, such an electric player. I just don't see them. I mean, he was on a cold streak, and then he scored three games in a row. Like, uh, But anyway, they also have Martinelli off the bench there. Phenomenal. I mean, mwah. Brazil, they are winning this. They're sweeping this. It's not even It's not even close. It's not even really that close. Number two, I was looking at the rosters. I didn't realize how far of a stretch it really is. It's Switzerland. It's not as close as people are going to say it is. Switzerland has, even if you just go by name recognition, Switzerland is second. If you go by talent in each position, Switzerland is second. I mean, they just have, even the teams that the players on Switzerland play for, second. I mean, they are easily the number two team in this uh, group, and I, I see it going pretty handedly that way. I'm I, I'm not worried about Cameroon or Serbia. I'm not worried about Serbia. Cameroon has a players they've been sneaky in the past but i'm less worried about them still oh my player to watch sorry um mm, 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 mm. so many players to pick from i think i'm gonna go i gotta go gabriel jesus you got to do as an arsenal fan you have to you have to he's the best player on our team he's the best player or he's one of the best players in the epl this year I think it goes as strikers, it goes Holland and him as one and two. I just, I don't see a better uh, striker out in the EPL right now. I don't see a better striker on Brazil right now, than, a pure striker. All right. So Bennett is the only person who is fully believing in Cameroon. Uh, Bennett and Jack don't sleep on them, but are still going with Switzerland and TJ is like camera who? So this is the final group. This is group H. And you will definitely recognize some names in this one. First and foremost, Portugal. They were appearing in their eighth finals. Their best finish is third in 1966. Ghana, uh, they 
are appearing in their fourth tournament. Their best finish is that quarterfinal berth in 2010, which they defeated the U.S. to get to that quarterfinal berth. Uruguay making their 14th appearance. They have not made it past the group of 16 since the tournament expanded in 2008. Uh, in, in, no, in 1998, excuse me. I, I wrote down the wrong year. Who was that? And South uh, Uruguay has not made it past a group of 16 or the, the round of 16 since the tournament expanded in 1998 to uh, 32. I know they made it to the semifinals in 24, 2010, but uh, okay. Well, since you're Regardless, questioning me. Maybe they've made it once. Okay. All right. Well, while, while you guys are debating, I will, I will pull up my uh, my research. Uh, <laughs> South Korea is in their 11th appearance. They have not made it to the quarterfinals since their fourth place finish in 2002. So, Brady, we are going to start with you. Uh, is it... Yeah, I was gonna say who who uh, who do you got coming out of this group? I don't like none of these teams at all, but you know, I got to go strong here. It looks like mm, I hate saying this stuff, but Portugal, I'm gonna have to put it number one. I just think that they look better than all these teams, and I could be wrong, but they do have Cristiano Ronaldo. But I've heard he's not gonna play that much. I just, I've heard I've heard he's supposed to come off the. Nah, he'll start. He'll start. He's I'm sure he will start, but I've just seen stuff that said he's going to yeah. come off the bench, and I didn't believe it at Probably first. Rumors. Yeah. It's, it's rumors, but I think he's going to start. But they are looking there. Even if they want to bench him, he'll be like, "I right. start." Yeah, <laughs> he's the coach. Yeah, <laughs> I'm also looking at players like Fernandez, um, Andre, Andre Silva, um, Pepe, especially, and then a good goalie in Diego Costa. So. I just can't, you know, say that none of these other teams has got that yet. I mean, you still got Ronaldo, one of the best players in the world. You got to find a way to stop him. Yeah, so I'm going to go Portugal number one. And number two, it's it's literally a toss-up. It could go to any of these teams, honestly. But I'm gonna I'm I'm only gonna go with this team because I have some family heritage to this because some of my ancestors are from this country. To go because some of my family, some of my family is from Ghana, so I'm just gonna cheer on Ghana since Cote d'Ivoire or the Ivory Coast that they go by did not make it to the to the World Cup this year, and that's where my granny is from. And I would cheer on Cote d'Ivoire, but I have some people from Ghana, so I'm gonna cheer on Ghana here. Okay, um, I do want to correct myself. I was looking at different um, teams, so statement. I made about Uruguay is incorrect. I will correct myself. That does happen. Uh, they were quarterfinalists last se- uh, in the 2018 World Cup, and they were the fourth place finisher in 2010. I was looking at Uruguay's name and the United States results. So that's that's on me. The two U I'm, countries. I'm, I get it. It's okay. They're yeah, right it's right next to each other, and. Yeah. And when you're trying to scroll one way or the other, you kind of like, you know, your eyes just start messing up. And stuff neither like of them have significance to us, so, you know. Neither country's right. important to any of the one in this call, so. Okay. But, anyway, Bennett, we're going to go back to you. 
Um, like I said, this this seems to be like a, a, a any anyone's group, it, probably except South Korea. What do you think? You're gonna hate me so much. Uh, I got Portugal at one. I think I think it's Portugal's to lose. Listen, Portugal has a really great team. Ruben Neves, uh, one of the best defenders on the pitch, uh, and one of the best midfielders in general. Um, and then you, you've got great goalkeeping, Ruiz Patricio and uh, Diego Costa. They're both really good. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be some hard fought matches here. Um, listen, you're talking about South Korea being bad. I, I, honestly, I think it's gonna come down to a three tiebreaker for two. I think I think the next three teams. I think Portugal is gonna get two wins, but I think the next three teams there's gonna be a couple of draws. Uh, I, I'm I'm struggling because I want to put I want to give South Korea some credit because they've got some really good players. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Ghana. I think Ghana is gonna get that number two spot. But just don't sleep on South Korea. Listen, I know we're all tucked up in bed with Iran and Saudi Arabia, but like. Don't count out South Korea in this situation. All right. What about you, TJ? Um, I just want to state Bennett is just looking to go and put on watch lists. Just want to throw that out there. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. For number uh, one, it's Portugal. It's not close. Um, you know, uh, you have, what, the fourth, fifth greatest player of all time, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, Jack fourth, is making fifth. Yeah, uh, he might be. He, I think he's third or fourth. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, can... for me, for me, I'll go really quick. I'm gonna go uh, Pele, Messi, and then it's Maradona, Ronaldo at three and four. I'm not counting Pele as any part of my top five. That man played against Brazilian plumbers. <laughs> he's Pele is disgusting. Pele is disgusting. Don't get me wrong, but. In my book, at least, Ronaldo and Messi are 1A, 1B, and then there's a big drop-off. We can talk about that later. In that's, the, a, that's, a that's, that's, that's a separate podcast. That's Yeah, me and you can have a king of the court debate. Right? <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm going to interrupt just for a second. Bennett, no. No <laughs> Buffon for number three. No. <laughs> Bennett, I don't please know. Please mute him, please. Please. Just oh, he's muted. Sure. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, you got you got Go I'm sorry, I had to interrupt. No, absolutely, as you should. You have Portugal absolutely running this. Um I mean don't get me wrong, Ronaldo is a world class talent. Um I I mean one of the greatest ever step onto a pitch out of the hundreds of thousands of players that have done it, he's easily one of the greatest. Um Jack is telling me he's number one. Uh, and so for they will absolutely kill this group. And then uh, for number two, I'm sticking with it. I'm going with Ghana. Um, you know, it's actually funny. One of my best friends coming, growing up, uh, his whole family's from Ghana. I actually speak a little Trey um, just from being at his house so often as a child. And um, I just, I've... I ended up watching a lot of their games just with them because I was like, hey, they're like, Ghana's on. You want to watch? I know you like soccer. And I was like, yeah, sure. And so I ended up watching this team grow from this mediocre team back in 2014 to 2018, making that run and then just falling short of the qualifiers to this year. Me just watching myself 
um, making sure that they, you know, kind of just holding up the tradition of like watching Ghana, and they are a complete team. They, they don't get them wrong. They have a full team. Yes, I, absolutely. Uruguay has some great players. South Korea has some good players. Ghana looks like they are a real deal. That they could really make a run past just this first round and really go for try to make a run for I mean not the entire World Cup I don't think but make a run into the top 16 top 8 I could even see I mean they are a complete team their chemistry is unmatched almost I think in this entire in the entire uh, cup I think they probably have the best chemistry and I could easily see them uh, taking second here and getting pretty close to winning uh, a lot more than people think they are Oh, uh, my player to watch. I forgot about that. Ooh, my player to watch. Um, you know what? I'm going to keep it nice and classy. Just absolute look out. The man. The myth. The absolute Ghana legend. Legend, let me emphasize. Mohamed Kudas. Ooh! Ooh, I knew you weren't thinking I was about to say his name. Oh, that boy is killing me, Ajax. I thought you were just stalling because you didn't know who you were going to talk about. <laughs> no, I wanted I wanted you guys to think I was going with Thomas Partley because yeah. he's an Arsenal player, but I wasn't. Thomas Partley, he's a center mid for Arsenal, and he's playing. Oh, Partey. Is it Partey? Sorry, I just say Partley just because I don't enjoy him as a player typically. Um, he he partly, mistakes. Partly good, partly trash. Yeah, yeah partly. exactly. Um, yeah, so I'm just saying, look out for Ghana. They are a sneaky team that will be much better than people think. I, I have to agree. Like I said, watching them in 2010 uh, make that run, and then they, they they beat the U.S. in what was really, you know, I'll, I'll probably have to say, uh, <laughs> oh, my God, who the, uh, I'm dead. Um... Yeah, probably one of the best U.S. squads that they they put out there, and now we you know we we lucked into some points. I'm gonna go ahead and say that, but Ghana was just too much for that team. So as um, as Bennett is trying to figure out <laughs> what the difference between Pele and Pepe is, I forgot to name my star player the player of this thing. Who's your guy? Oh. I'm gonna go with the twins here, Ghana. The I use. Ooh. Okay. Both of them. Nice. Nice. Nice pick. Jack, you get the last. Yeah, you uh, you get the last of the group stages, and then we will uh, go from there. Are you on the Portugal Ghana train, or are you going to throw us a curveball? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna go team by team and kind of break down what I think is gonna happen. Uh, I'll start with who I think is gonna come in fourth, and I will say South Korea. Um, reluctantly, though, because I think this is the second group of death, in my opinion. I think every team in here has a decent shot to do something special. Uh, the fourth place team, South Korea, has a player like Hyun Ming Sun, who is, in my opinion, one of the most underrated players in the world. If he was on a team other than Tottenham, I think he would be regarded as one of the best in the world. Um, he's kind of getting wasted over there. The way they play is just not very attractive attacking football. And um, in a team like South Korea, where he is the main man, I feel like he might be able to do some damage on the big stage at the World Cup. 
but I don't think that team is more well-rounded enough for them to really do anything against good teams like Ghana, Uruguay, and Portugal. Uh, so moving on to, um, I'll, I'll say my top team because it is Portugal, and then I'll leave the suspense for two or three. Um, my number one team is led by the greatest striker of all time, Cristiano Ronaldo. And we can debate this all we want. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Ronaldo and Messi are the best players that's ever played the game. Yeah, Pele has been great. He played great against some players in the 1950s on bumpy grass with players that were nowhere near his level. It's like Babe, it's like saying Babe Ruth is as good as Mike Trout. It's just not true. Uh, Diego Maradona is amazing, but that man was hopped up on cocaine and his career lasted about five years before he kicked people in the head for Barcelona on the field. So uh, yeah, he was great, but he's, he, had, he didn't do it for 20 years like Messi and Ronaldo. So those are my guys. Anyway, just needed to get that out of the way because TJ ticked me off with that fifth best player of all time stuff. Um, I right. meant third. I meant third and fourth. I, I, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I no, it's okay. I'm just busting your balls. Um, but anyway, um, Cristiano Ronaldo is going to turn up for Portugal like he always does. He's the top international goal scorer of all time in the sport. I don't expect him to not score any goals in the World Cup. Um, but that's not what this is about. Portugal's team is one of the deepest in the entire tournament. I mean, just looking at their front line, Rafael Leal is the reigning Serie A player of the league uh, last year when Milan won the league. Jao Felix, one of the most expensive strikers in transfer history, over $100 million for this player. And then you've got other great players like Gonzalo Ramos, who's a young striker for Benfica, and Andre Silva, who's been killing it the last few years coming off the bench. Not even to mention their defense and their midfield players like Bernardo Silva, some of the best midfielders in the world. If Bruno Fernandes is on his game, one of the best players in the league, in the world. I mean, I'm talking about Premier League at the time, but one of the best players in the world when he's on his day. So Portugal, if they can get their stuff together, could make a very deep run in this tournament. I'm not too sure. He's got a Jao Felix jersey. I like that. I've got an Antoine Griezmann one in the closet, but I won't rip that out right now. Um, anyway, Portugal, I think they've got this group. Um, I really hope they can get their chemistry right, and I hope Ronaldo is is playing with a smile on his face because when he's playing like he's happy, he tends to score goals. So we'll see what happens there. And that leaves me to second and third place. I'm going to go Uruguay, but that's not to discredit Ghana at all because as an American fan, trust me, I know what Ghana can do in the World Cup. Uh, they've knocked us out in the past in 2010, and we luckily beat them in the group stages in 2014. Ghana never goes down out without a fight. Um, Mohamed Kudus, great shout out. He has been on fire for Ajax lately. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was another, you know, breakout star at this World Cup. But I think Uruguay has just been, uh, is just a really deep squad. Uh, Darwin Nunez has scored two goals on the weekend for Liverpool. He's starting to catch fire. Luis Suarez say what you want about his age and his fitness but that man is pure class when he touches the ball that stuff doesn't go away and one thing that i want all of us to watch out for is ghana versus uruguay in the group stage this is the first time they've played each other since the 2010 uh or no excuse me 2014 i think or maybe it was 2010 one of those two the quarterfinals ghana was trying to score in the last minute of the game luis suarez blocked it with his hands and got a red card for using his hands Ghana missed the penalty, Uruguay advanced because of some absolute shithousery from Luis Suarez. And this is the first time they're playing each other since then. So wouldn't be surprised if we saw a couple of red cards in that game. Maybe that could lead to a different outcome, but I'm just really excited to see what happens in here. I think Portugal's got it. And my player to watch, last thing, Rafael Leal, 
probably playing off the left side for Portugal, has been on absolute fire for the last 12 months. Um, but he's flying under the radar for some people, so I wouldn't be surprised if this was his kind of breakout moment as well. All right. Hey, those have been some excellent takes. Um, we, we have some agreement in some. As um, TJ has shown us a Liero, please. Oh, you got the jersey. Let's go. And Bennett is um, eating an Oreo. Nice. Not just any Oreo, a mint chocolate chip. Uh, not just sorry, a mint chocolate Oreo. Ew. Anyway. He's weird. Hey, listen, listen. I'm not just weird. I'm I'm really. Yeah, that's true. All right, so here here's what I'm gonna do. I'm I'm gonna read out based on on your projections what the round of 16 is going to be. I'm not going to ask you to go through the entire tournament. Um, I will start with Bennett. Your, um, and you will give me your the four teams that you think have the best chance of winning the uh, World Cup. So you have uh, Senegal playing Wales, Argentina playing Denmark, Germany playing Morocco, Brazil playing Ghana, then you have England versus Ecuador, France versus Mexico, Belgium versus Spain, and Portugal versus Cameroon. So, what four teams do you think will be in the semifinals? Um, that's a great question. Well, Oh, so, so 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 how about how about this? You know, I'll, I'll ask it this way: uh, between Senegal, Wales, Argentina, and Denmark, which of those four teams do you have would, would, would advance to semifinals? Four from that? Yeah, from from those four. That would, that would be the uh, top fourth of the uh, round of sixteen. Can you do that one more time? Uh, Senegal versus Wales, Argentina versus Denmark. Argentina would move on, and I go Senegal as well. All right. No, you can't, because um, Argentina would would have would have to beat them, or they would lose in the group. All right, next just one. Argentina. Do what? So just Argentina from that group. No, just Argentina. Okay. All right. Uh, Germany versus Morocco, Brazil versus Ghana. Who advances to the semifinals? Give me, give me Germany. All right. England versus Ecuador, France versus Mexico. Uh, give me England. England over All France. Right. And finally. You, uh, we have Belgium versus Spain, Portugal versus Cameroon. Give me Portugal. All right. So your semifinalists are Argentina, Germany, England, and Portugal. We'll 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 figure out based on that 
who's going to win the World Cup. Gotcha. TJ, we're, we're going to move over to you. Uh, your your, uh, your top fourth uh, is Senegal versus USA, Argentina versus Denmark. Who advances to the semifinals? Argentina. All right. Uh, Germany versus Belgium, Brazil versus Ghana. Who do you got advanced to the semifinals? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! That's so gross. How do I choose? I think I take Brazil there, though. I think I got to Brazil over Belgium, and oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. That's that. That'll be a fun one. That would be fun. So, so you're so you're taking Brazil. I'm taking Brazil. Okay. All right. The uh, third, uh, the third semifinalist would be England versus Netherlands. Portland, uh, uh, not Portland. France versus Poland. Yeah, I I could see England winning it, but I gotta go France. I, I just the coaching there is better, I think, and I think that's really the deciding factor. All right. Plus Green Benzema. And finally, Croatia versus Japan, Portugal versus Switzerland. It's gotta be Portugal, but I feel like Croatia could sneakily somehow win that. I've, I wouldn't be surprised if Croatia came out of nowhere and just surprised and took that, but I'm going to have to give it to Portugal just because they just have a, a more well-rounded, complete roster. All right, so your semifinals would be Argentina versus Brazil and France versus Portugal. Oh, my God. I would kill to watch that be the semifinals, though. Oh, man. You know how interesting well, that would be? Ooh. We, we, we will see who's right. South America um, versus South America and Europe versus Europe too. That'd be amazing. Oh, and I know exactly oh, who I want, want who I want my finals to be. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Duh, you already know. We'll, 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 we'll go back. Uh, Jack, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> All right. Your your um, uh, first semifinalist would come from Netherlands versus England and Argentina versus France. Oh, are you kidding me? Yes. No, I'm not kidding you. Argentina and France in the same. Oh, that's brutal. Um, I think. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I think I, I, I did it wrong. Oh. No. I was okay. kidding you. No, no, I was kidding. Okay. Netherlands versus England. Okay. No, I was right. <laughs> Netherlands versus uh, England. Argentina versus France. I'm sorry, I was right. Damn, um, I'm I'm gonna go with Argentina here. On paper, I think France is is the better team, but I think they're gonna really struggle with that midfield. They lost Conte and Pogba, who have been manning that midfield for almost five, ten years at this point. Um, they're relying on some young players, and I think in the deeper rounds against a team like Argentina, I think they might get exposed. However, on paper, I have my four best teams that I think are on here, and Argentina and France are two of them, so I don't know what to say there, but I think Argentina might make a run. All right. Uh, next up, Germany 
Italy versus Croatia, Brazil versus Uruguay. Wow. Um, I think it would be between Brazil and Germany, but I'm going to go with Brazil there. Um, I, I just think they're a top two, three team in the tournament. All right. Uh, the third semifinalist would come from USA versus Senegal and Denmark versus Mexico. Okay, when, when the tournament shapes up like this, I'm having a hard time not riding with the Stars and Stripes. I'm not going to lie to you, boys. So okay. you said Denmark, Mexico, USA, and who? Yeah, it would be Senegal versus USA. It would be Mexico versus Denmark. That would that would be the round of 16 matchup. The semifinalists, the third one would come from, that, from those two matchups. That's wild. Um... See, it really comes, for me, it comes down to Sadio Mane. If he's healthy, I think Senegal could make their way through. Same with Denmark. I know I said they're a sleeper team. Um, I'm not liking the way this, this little bracket is shaping out for me, so I'm going to ride with USA. All right. And finally, uh, Costa Rica versus Belgium. Switzerland versus Portugal. Um, I'm going with Portugal. Those, those, the rest of those teams suck. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't suck. I, right. I obviously picked them to come out of the group, but I think Portugal is also one of my top four teams, so I'm, I'm riding with them. Okay. So your semifinals would be Argentina versus Brazil and USA versus Portugal. Oh, I know who I'm picking. All right. Brady, we're <laughs> going to move over to you. Um, You would have... Senegal versus England, you know, for your first semifinalists would be Senegal versus England, Argentina versus Australia. I'm going to go Argentina. Argentina? Yep. All right. Germany versus Croatia, Brazil versus Ghana. I've seen that one's tough too because you got Brazil and Germany who can both potentially go but I think I'm I think Germany's probably one of the top either even not two or three they're one of the top teams in this tournament so I'm gonna go Germany all right USA versus Ecuador France versus Mexico now oh, this one's a no-brainer France all right and then finally uh, Japan versus Belgium, Switzerland versus Portugal. I'm gonna go Portugal as well. I think they're too strong to handle both of those. All four, all three of the rest of the teams. All right, so your semifinal. Tango USA. Uh, so your semifinals are Argentina versus Germany and France versus Portugal. So, before. We figure we. I ask for your World Cup champions. I will go with TJ first. It, uh, the, you know, pick a team that came out of the, that's in the round of sixteen that you did not pick that has the best chance of making the semifinals. A team I did not pick to come out of the round of sixteen. So. You picked Argentina, Brazil, France, or Portugal. What what other team from the round of sixteen could you see making the making the semifinals? Oh, um, 
There's a couple. I mean, if Mane's there, I could see Senegal really making that run. I could see Germany making the run. Um, or Belgium, really. Those would be my three teams that, out of the people I w wasn't able to pick, those would be the three teams. And I really think Senegal would probably almost be my number one there, just because of how strong that defense is. And if Mane is up top, I mean, it's so hard to stop someone that has the pace of a cheetah. I mean, uh, proven to be the fastest player in the EPL multiple seasons in a row. I just don't see how you would stop Senegal if he's healthy and if I could easily see them making that run. All right. Uh, Jack, same question. Um, what team outside of Argentina, Brazil, USA, or Portugal could you see in the semifinals? Well, uh, it's obvious that USA is going to make it that far. Um, glad we can all agree on that. Uh, moving on anyway. Um, I, I think I'll agree with TJ on that, though. I, Senegal, I've said it a few times. I think it comes down to Sadio Mane, like he just said. If he's healthy, I genuinely think Senegal could be a finalist in this tournament. I mean, the way that this bracket is shaping up, they were in a, a final four to make the semifinals with like Denmark, Mexico, and USA. Those are four beatable teams, if, let's be honest. I mean, when it comes to the World Cup, you have to play as a team. It's not about talent. We've seen many talented teams go out early in the stages in the past couple tournaments. Senegal has proven that they can play as a team. They're the reigning Africa Cup of Nations champions, and they have lots of talent. I think they're a team that could be go as far as they can take themselves in this tournament. Um, but another team that I think could make a deep run is Denmark. They have proven to, like I said, play like a team. They were 9-1 and one in qualifying, and they're adding Christian Eriksen to their team. Wouldn't be surprised mm -hmm. if they were this year's Croatia as well. Okay. Uh, uh, Brady, same question. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose two teams here. I'm going to have Brazil, and then I'm going to say also as well Senegal. I think Senegal, like they've been saying, Ooh, they can they can make a run, especially in that one with USA and and who Denmark, I think. Yeah. So so if 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 they win Group A, they would play second place in Group B, which we have England or USA. Yeah, I, I I think that they could potentially beat either those teams potentially if only if they stay healthy and their chemistry mm -hmm. stays the way that they normally play because. Like Jack said, they are champions of, of Africa, so. Gotcha. Bennett, uh, Argentina, Germany, England, and Portugal. Uh, what a uh, same question. What what team could you see making the semifinals other than one of those teams? I mean, I left out Brazil, but are obviously one of those teams that could. Brazil and France are both teams that like, could win it this year feasibly. And then also, I think a dark horse could be Morocco. I see it. I think Morocco, they have a good squad. Um, I think they could make it. I've given it a shot uh, if things work out the other way. Brady, you don't have to go off every time you want to laugh. It's okay, mm -hmm. buddy. Uh, we just laugh into the camera muted. I, 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 I do it on camera, so. It's because you don't give a fuck. Uh, well, I'm not then, laughing. I'm walking away. That's can I turn my mic on to laugh at you? No, that's just rude. Yeah, that's, uh, okay. that's okay. I can't tell. Since it's your show, I was asking you, not Bennett. Don't worry. It's good with you. Oh, Morocco! Fuck you. <laughs> uh, also, also, Spain, maybe. 
Maybe. Okay. Uh, there's like four teams there. Right. There's nothing for you there, big boy. So, we are down. This is the end of the episode. I want to, well, obviously we're going to give our World Cup champions, but I want to thank everyone for being in here, even though TJ is currently teeled uh, over and laughter, and Brady is currently somewhere in the room contemplating his life choices because of uh, Morocco. It's his French, I think, that he's contemplating currently. Right, okay. So, Jack. Sir. Like I said, Argentina versus Brazil. USA versus Portugal. I think we've done enough of the analysis and all that stuff. I just want to know, who wins the 2022 World Cup? Um, I want. I, I'll, I'll cut the memes here. I'm not going to mention USA for the rest of the show. Um, let me take off the scarf. Even I'm going with a final of Ronaldo versus Messi. This is going to settle the goat debate, and you already know your man is going to. All over, Messi in the 95th minute in overtime. It's going to be a penalty, too. He's going to dive. He's going to get the penalty. And it's going to be controversy everywhere. And Ronaldo's going to celebrate all over Qatar. And uh, he's going to be crowned the greatest of all time. Portugal's bringing home the cup, baby. All right. We have one vote for Portugal. Brady. Argentina versus Germany. France versus Portugal. Who you got? I don't think you unmute your mic. Yeah. Your mic's your mic's muted. One for one, one for one. Oh, you're good. Germany and France for my final two. It's going to be a close one with with both of those though. Both of those are going to be close. I think, but and then for my winner, mm, this one's tough. It could go either way, but overall, I'm not going to sleep on France because I think France is, you know, it's just France. You can't really beat France, but don't sleep on Manuel Neuer. Manuel Neuer might get some goals. It might come down to the final, like penalties. It might come down to penalties. All right, we have one vote for France. Bennett. Argentina versus Germany, England versus Portugal. What's your final and who's winning? Well, you know, Jack, you make a compelling case. Uh, I got Portugal versus, uh, it was, wait, it's Portugal versus England, Argentina versus Germany. Germany. I got Germany making finals versus uh, Portugal. And I'm telling you, y'all, right now, Portugal has one of the young, like one of the best squads I've seen for 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 a team in the World Cup. Uh, they're playing in a weak division, so their their best players, when they get to those stages where they have to face that tough competition, they're going to be refreshed because they're going to get subbed out early because they're going to already be blowing out their competition. Uh, so. Uh, give me Portugal by a million, honestly. Germany, well, not by a million against Germany, but throughout the competition. This German, the them versus Germany is going to be an instant classic. Probably one of the greatest World Cup finals we'll ever see. 
Uh, and it'd be a great way for Ronaldo to, I guess, like maybe retire from uh, from from international soccer. Uh, and Messi, I hate it for him because if everything goes right, that World Cup final uh, would be his one what like ten thousandth game or one thousand something like that. Some crazy statistic. It'd be like his yeah. something game, and uh, that'd be a great way for him to go out as well, uh, retiring from international soccer. But man, just give me Germany. I'm mean, sorry, give me Portugal again over Germany. Okay. And last but not least, we get the newcomer gets to make the last pick. Argentina versus Brazil, France versus Portugal. Who's your final and who wins? I'm so conflicted between what my heart wants and what my brain wants. My heart wants Argentina versus Portugal. I think that would be the best finals, uh, World Cup finals we could ever ask for. Trust your heart, it's smarter than your brain. I tend to agree because that would be so entertaining, but Brazil is so good. Brazil's so disgustingly good. I just, I don't know. Wow, but I'm going, you know what? I'm going Argentina and Portugal for the finals, and I'm giving the edge to Argentina, actually. I think Messi's going to really have a chip on his shoulder because I think if he was... Uh, <laughs> don't listen to Bennett after his Morocco take. That's a great take. Thank you. Uh, that's a great reminder, Brady. Uh, but I think, you know, Messi knows that this is the one thing missing from him being the greatest player to ever step on a soccer pitch. He knows that's the one thing he's missing is he has no international wins. And so if he comes in with no international wins, he's like, you know what? Let me just win the World Cup. It's hard to say he's not the GOAT. So I, I think we're going to see a masterclass from Argentina this year. Really just, really just, uh, you know, come out and with a whole new style of play and really just dominate. So I, I'm giving it to Argentina this year. I'm excited. But don't be surprised if it's Brazil at the same time. Before we move on, I want to piggyback off that. If I, I, I also picked with my heart. If I was picking with my brain, I think I would go with Brazil too. I, I think Brazil is probably the best team in the tournament. But I'm picking with my heart, and I don't even care. I want GOAT versus GOAT in the final. So here's an interesting thing. So I decided to look up the football rivalry between Argentina and Portugal. Uh, Portugal, no, Argentina has a five uh five two and one or five wins two losses and one draw against portugal and they have never faced in the world cup in fact in the messi and uh, ronaldo era they've only faced twice with each team getting a win so if they play in the finals, that's a tiebreaker. Yeah. So, um, I think I will. As I said, I'm, I'm just not going to be any like hot takes or anything like that. No, no, but no, 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 no. Let's, let's see, let's see who you got. Come on, you've been let's you, go, Kyle. You've been hosting us the right. time, Kyle. I want to hear. I want to hear who you have in your final four. You don't have to give us the entire breakdown. Give us your final four. Okay. Give us and give us who you got in the World Cup. Come on, we want to hear. All right. 
So I'll I'll I'll, I'll do it very quickly. Um, Group A, I got ne ne Neverlands coming out, winning. I've got uh, I have Neverlands and S uh, Senegal. Group B, I have England and U.S. England winning. Uh, out of those four teams, um, not trusting Netherlands after 2018. I I, I think I want to go on shocker. Uh, U.S. Well, uh, let me let me let me rephrase that. I'm sorry. Let me let me continue on. It's not those four. Uh, Group C, Argentina, obviously number one, and I'm gonna go Mexico two. D, um, France, Denmark uh, second. Group E, I have Germany and Japan barely getting over Spain and uh, Costa Rica. Group F, Belgium. And I'll say Croatia second. Uh, group G, uh, I'm going Brazil one. And you know what? Just so I can cause a little chaos, I'm going to say Serbia somehow makes, uh, wins a tiebreaker over Switzerland and Cameroon to advance. They'll, they'll obviously get blown out in the round of 16. I think that would be my one upset. Uh, group H, obviously Portugal, and I'm going to go Ghana. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Netherlands versus U.S. I got Netherlands. Oh, so, let's see. Ne Netherlands versus U.S. Argentina versus Denmark. Ar I said Argentina will go up, come out of that one. I, I agree with everyone on that. I agree with Portugal coming as well. Um. Hmm. Shit. I should have wrote this down before. Oh well. I'm really go. Honestly, I I can see Brazil beating Germany, uh, making the final, uh, making the semis over Germany. But I got to see Germany getting it as well. Um. I'll say France over England. And I'm I'm going to be honest. I, I want to see Portugal versus Argentina because I want to see Ronaldo and Messi. Um, it's going to go to penalties. And uh, Messi gets one. Somehow, Messi and Ronaldo are the last two penalty kickers. Ronaldo misses and Messi gets it to win. Oh! Oh, that'd be disgusting! I would. I probably wouldn't talk to anybody for a week. Uh, and, and if if that does happen, Messi is retiring. <laughs> like he's retiring from everything. I don't think that game would go to penalties. I think either Messi has the chip on his shoulder and says, "I'm gonna win this game in regular time," or Ronaldo says, "You're cute. Let me put my team on my back and yeah, show I you how to shoot." Yeah, yeah. I got you. But yeah. I mean. There's there are scenarios where, uh, like I said, um, England can make it. Hell, there's there's a snowball's chance in hell that the U.S. could sneak in. But the only, <laughs> uh, here's the thing, I think a scenario like what happened in Jack's bracket, that's the scenario that needs to happen for the U.S. to make it in the semifinals, uh, because it's literally 
they they play Senegal, and then they play the winner of Mexico and Denmark. Uh, this is Mex uh, if Mexico and U.S. Play, uh, U.S. play in a neutral site. Oh, that oh. that would be interesting for the semifinals. Um, that'd be amazing. Yeah, for, for birth in the semifinals. Ooh. So, yeah. No, but that's but, the beauty of the World Cup, though, is that in a scenario like the one that I built, any four of those teams, no matter who makes it to the semifinals, they're a sleeper. So Venice, that's, no, it could no happen. Venice, no, even Morocco, no. Morocco is the only team we are not that there. There is no scenario in God's green earth, and pray, let's pray to God that Morocco doesn't make the semifinals because I really do not feel like eating my words right I'm now. I'm on. I'm on the Morocco train, Ben. I'm with you. <laughs> can you unmute for a second? I have a question right. for you. Yeah, I'm unmuted. Can you name five players on Morocco? Yeah, give me a second. Yeah, no, <laughs> Morocco one, Morocco two, Morocco three. Without looking at like two, please. Oh, and and I, I I'm guarantee you, there's a player that wears number ten. Probably, probably. Yeah. I know, I know yeah, Roman. That's, Sice, that's all I got. I know Roman Sice is on that team. He's a former wolf. Um. Um, let's struggle it. with the name. It's like uh, in 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 Yezri. Yeah, Yusuf in Yezri. Uh, at, I can see you looking at the screen. <laughs> I can see your eyes. Trying to act like he's thinking. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, if I'm remembering this correctly, there's uh Yusuf Perez. <laughs> well, I do know who Yezri is. I do know who Yezri. And all and not bullshitting y'all. I I those are the only two I can name. Uh, I was looking at Morocco's team earlier, uh, and and listen, they've got a good team though. They've got a good team. I have hope. I do have hope for Morocco. Um, but you know, I, I like I like to fuck around. And sometimes when I say this shit out loud, like Morocco or, or you know some of these other teams, they actually do well and and, and they end up doing well. Um, but if they if they win the World Cup, y'all are gonna pitch in and buy me a jersey. It won't happen, but it'd be funny. Definitely, I will do that if oh, they win the World okay. Cup. Okay, listen. Wait, wait, here, here's the thing, though. No. All right, Bennett. I will say this: if they win the World Cup, we will pit, we will pitch in to buy your jersey. But here's the thing, though: we're not telling you how much we're giving you. That means you're going to have whatever we give you. You got to come up with the rest of it. So if we each give you a penny, then you're stuck with the rest of the bill. I mean, not like a jersey, like a football jersey. Like, I was going to say, like, a Morocco jersey. And they're not going to win the World Cup, so don't even worry about yeah, it. Yeah, honestly, um, if they win the World Cup, I'll buy you five jerseys by myself. <laughs> I'll buy you the starting if 11. If they win the World out. Cup, I am – hey, I'll guarantee you this much. If they win the World Cup, I'm not doing a preview show in four years. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I just – I don't know. It, it is truly anyone's ball game here. Again, um, there's – in the group stages, we have trendsetters, but once we get out of the group stages and we get the one-on-one matchups, it's literally anyone's ball game. Um, so Agreed. I don't think talent matters as much when you get into the group stage. When you get out of the group stages, well, it does. Hang on, hang on. It does. I think talent matters less than than being hot that day, because because you could because Brazil could have all the talent in the world, but then if they go up against a team, uh, a lower level team than them. And they're just not getting past the keeper, and they're not hitting their shots, so they're missing shots, and, and and the other team gets a lucky goal. 
that could be it. They could be go- they could be done. So I think talent matters. I, I, I agree with that. It's it's one of those things. It's like you know I'll use a, a use like the NCAA tournament. You have a situation where you can have all the talent in the world, but it really is is about luck, and all you need to do is be good on that day. In group yeah. stage, you could be bad on day one. You still have two other matches you can win to try to get in. After that, it's one and done. So you have, yeah, you have the talent, but if the other team has a, has a little luck on their side, next thing you know, everyone's brackets in the trash, and we're trying to figure out, hey, why is Argentina losing in the round of sixteen? You know what I've uh, learned from Bennett. If you spew enough utter bullshit sports takes, one of them is bound to be right and you'll look like a genius. Just Listen. spew any sports take you can think any player you can think of or any crazy thing you can think of, say it. Say it and, and back it up with whatever you can because one day it'll be right. One day it'll be right. Hey, and you you'll believe, be like if you believe genius. in it take enough, if you believe in it take enough that you're willing to defend it, then then and it, and it and it goes right then you'll look like a genius but most of the time when i have a take and it's a bad one it, and i back it up and it's bad and it doesn't go my way you know i don't sit here and go i don't make excuses it was a bad take you know no you don't you don't you don't yeah. say you do. no, you don't. you're you're good so, about that you're like it was a bad take i know it was a bad take like the harrison barnes thing it was a horrible take it was a flaming trash of, of a take but i love harrison barnes i love harrison barnes it was, but it was such a bad take, and and in the moment I didn't realize that it was a bad take because I thought I'd said it differently, and then of course looking right. back, oh, I completely fucked that up. Right. Well, I I'm gonna sit here and say this. I think it's despite the um, ramifications of a turn of the World Cup being held in Qatar in November, um, and and the legalities of the cheating scandals or whatnot it's still the world cup it's it's still going to be one of the uh, most watched world events i'm going to be curious to see how ratings go stacked up against premier league matches and la liga matches that's going to be an interesting uh uh thing to see but i want to thank everyone from for joining the show uh Brady, Jack, TJ, and Bennett. This has been the Blind Tag Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Nashheim. I hope y'all have a great rest of the day. Enjoy World the World Cup Christmas season. I mean, nothing says the World Cup like a Mariah Carey Christmas song. And I'm ending the show with that. <laughs>